I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno. Wow, is it Monday already? Well, who would know? Every day is a Monday in the last couple of months. Hello there, welcome. Hope you had a great weekend, Easter weekend. You know what I did for Easter weekend, Harry Mays? What's that? Absolutely nothing. Right. The same thing we've been doing for the last three or four weekends, right? I literally did not leave the house Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, except going into my backyard to clean out my goldfish in my uh, koi pond mm-hmm. in the backyard right. because it was warm enough. But, you know, it's been windy. We're here on a windy day on the East Coast. All kinds of dangerous winds. You know, they have all kinds of tornado warnings around the south in Mississippi. Louisiana. Louisiana. And a lot of, at the Jersey Shore, a lot of wind and storm damage going on. It's a nor'easter, I think, Tom. I don't know. Is that what they're calling it now? I think that's what it is. It's not a uh, cyclone bomb or any of those other names they make up in the weather world now when we're trying to figure out new names to call Basically, windstorms. Yeah, bomb cyclone. I think bomb was one cyclone. Yeah, I right. had one of those over the weekend. It was yeah. pretty good, but it was keto. <laughs> right. You didn't have any sugar in it. The bomb cyclone, huh? You ever had one of those? No, I haven't. So you didn't go out? But no. Harry's always in golf mode, though. No, I did not go out. I, uh, I mean, I did the same thing I've been doing for the last 30-some-odd days, which is sleep, try to sleep as late as possible, yep. uh, get exercise, eat right, and watch a whole lot of TV, a whole lot of golf. Exactly. Jim Nance was echoing through my house all weekend long. Yes, he was. And speaking of Jim Nance, who we had on last week, Rich Lerner from the Golf Channel, old friend of the show. Temple guy. Temple University's own Lehigh Valley. We don't love the guests that we bring on because many of them have Philadelphia roots, but it helps. A lot of them do. Yeah, it's amazing. And, And the fact that Rich is on the Golf Channel is really good. He's been there forever. Yeah. And I hadn't talked to him. I used to have him on all the time when I was in L.A., you know, because he... He's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And last night, of course, you're watching. We were watching right. the Masters. And what was on? Rich Lerner from a year ago. Live, live from, from the, the Masters. Masters. <laughs> Sitting there at the boys. A rerun of last yeah. year. And I still watched I it, did even too. though I knew what happened. See, now I thought when I told you that I did that, you'd rip me. No, I no, no, you no. did it's it. It's not my style. <laughs> it's not my style. Well, I'll say, though, they were, there were two events this weekend as networks are trying to do some sort of live television yeah. replacement sports. The horse thing on ESPN oh. may have been <laughs> the absolute worst. It looked good on paper. Right. It sounded good on paper. The gambling odds that we gave you last week looked like, hey, that's pretty interesting. Trey Young? Trey Young was basically gone in no time. But unfortunately, the games aren't played on paper. They're played inside TV sets. Or they're buddy, played Kenny on Mains people's sack. backyard courts where it was so cold, the kids <laughs> had to have gloves on to pass the ball to guys. Yeah, and then they're transmitting it via cell phone. I know. You know? This is ESPN. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, listen, not everybody has an indoor gym. Right. But you would think most NBA guys could find an indoor gym or have their own some sort of, you know, nothing wrong with an outdoor court. Yeah. But not when you're promoting this as a network show where there's gambling odds on it. Some of those baskets look pretty flimsy, too. I know. 
They were like bobo hoops. Even Some here in Philadelphia, where all the uh, everything is closed, and they put you know they put two by fours over the basketball hoops to discourage kids from going into yards right. and playing it. So then they, they can't congregate. Exactly. Right. They take two two by fours, put them on either side of the rim, and then they screw them in together. It's like, like a clamp. Yeah. How? Yeah. Get, get, all you need is an electric screwdriver and a Phillips screw, and you pull the thing down, and you're back out there. Yeah, shooting what hoops kid has that? Everybody's got tools. You have to come to your house to borrow it. Uh, listen, You've got all the tools. If you want me to. Not today, though. It's too windy and rainy. If you want me to go to a playground and unscrew the two two by four so you can go out and play basketball, as long as there's not more than five guys and you and you, as, you know, Ben Simmons would be perfect. He should have been in horse, right? Yes. Because at least he would never get anywhere. He would never take a jumper. He would just go to the hoop every time and do layup drills. Right. You couldn't dunk. That was against the rules. No dunking. Right. And basically everything was a three point shot. So anyway, the worst idea ever. I don't want to rip ESPN. They tried to do something, and again, I said it looked good. It was pretty boring. It was the worst thing ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm po- telling you, I was waiting for, I was waiting for Geraldo Rivera to reenact his Al Capone's vault stunt from years ago. That was more compelling than the NBA's horse event. Paul Pierce got blanked. I know. You know that. That's probably the only time in his life he's ever I been blanked. See, and he had, you know, the coolest thing about his thing was. He has a Boston Celtics court. Correct. Like it's painted with the Boston Celtics logo, and he lives in L.A. So just the thought well, of that is loyal kinda, to the organization. Yeah, right. He said he's a Celtic for life. Exactly. On the video. But anyway, again, I tried to watch it. I literally could not stay in more than 15 minutes. It was tough. Minutes, you it know we tough. have short attention spans now. Tamika Catchings couldn't shoot. Did you see her rent? Did you see what yeah, she had? That thing looked like it was like just put up five minutes before the video started. I put up a better rim in Keith Oberman's driveway in Southington, Connecticut, 20 years ago. Yeah. Was that really her house? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, listen, I'm not going to argue. I don't, live in a, I don't live in a mansion well, they myself. They just drive by. They, we don't have a hoop. <laughs> they got a hoop. Let's use that driveway. <laughs> At least they didn't have one. Like, you go into developments. Where you know people put they don't have a backyard, right? So on the curb they'll they're put out it, in the cul-de-sac. That's yeah, right no, the it's actually on their property, like yeah. right next to the mailbox. They'll install a basketball hoop, right. So the kids can go up and shoot, and if you miss, it goes up onto the lawn and runs up into the shrubs, right. near the house or into the garage. That's what they should have done. <laughs> anyway, that was a and the, and the other thing, the worst idea in sports of live sports recreations. It's actually NASCAR has the second worst idea. But I'm going to give it to NASCAR for the second weekend in a row, Harry, where they did these iRacing simulations mm-hmm. where they had real drivers sitting in fake cars. I didn't see pretend- any of that. Well, this one was even worse than last week where you had guys pretty much quitting and then ripping the whole thing and ripping sponsors. He ripped the sponsor, the ripping guy last sponsors, week. Yeah. Ripping the stupid idea. You know, guys sitting there playing video games at yeah. home. I Blue guess for- Emu got Blue ripped, Blue Emu right? got ripped. Yeah. And that's some good stuff. It's like liquid ball bearings. Oh, no, that's a STP. Back in the day. So this time, it was Kyle Larson. Who? Kyle Larson. Not Never Greg heard. Larson. <laughs> Never heard of him. Well, he's an he's a driver. He drives IROX and stuff. Oh, okay. He's an off-road racer, So I he's guess. not at the highest level with the... No, but he's still a pretty well-known okay. name. And so they were doing this uh, IROC race, and he works... And he's the, he works for Chip Ganassi Racing. So this okay, isn't I've heard some, of them. Yeah, this isn't some Tom. This isn't some local Atco Dragway right. dirt track where there's like Saturday night demolition derbies with a bunch of stunads right. with broken down cars that go out there and crash into each other. This was like an organized NASCAR event. And so this moron is on there and he's driving and they have cameras on him and it's on Twitch and it's live and the guy drops an N bomb. No. Yes, drops an N bomb in the middle of his. Uh. 
normal discussions while he's driving a fake car in a simulated race. So NASCAR, right now, NASCAR's number one on the worst idea ever is to have guys playing video game simulations as if they were driving in real races. Next up is ESPN trying to put horse on as people starve for real sports and real NBA. Wow. Speaking of real NBA, they are really, really anxious to get the games back, Harry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't blame them. They want to finish the season. Yeah, and I don't even care if they finish the season. Just cut to the playoffs. Playoffs? Seriously. I agree. But then you have hockey, too, mm-hmm. and they want to get back. And right. they got baseball, which wants to get back. Everybody wants to get back. But yeah, nobody's, everybody's afraid to say something because if you say something now and you want to get back sooner than later, then you don't care about the lives of people out there. Right, right, And right. if you don't want to get back and you want to stay closed for another 18 months until they get a vaccine, then you're insane because there's no way we survive another 18 months in any way, shape, or form, either through the economy, through businesses, and certainly through sports. Hmm. Can you imagine athletes saying, yeah, that's okay. Well, a lot of athletes have enough money, like LeBron. Yeah. If LeBron doesn't play another game for 18 months... Doesn't matter. Is, he, is it going to break him? No. Of course not. Of course not. And so there's a lot of different angles to look at it. I'm looking for the regular guy, Harry, and the regular gal The out average there. Joe. I'm worried about them. I'm not worried about multi-billionaires who are, aren't going to be able to play basketball for a year or two. But I want the sports to come back, too, because that's what we do here. Yeah, and apparently the NBA, they're talking right now about uh, uh, releasing some sort of plan. And yes. they're talking about a 25-day program. Mm-hmm. which would include 11 days of, like, personal workout time, and then 14 days after that immediately is like a, a training camp. Because these guys got to get back in shape. Exactly. exactly. Can you imagine Joel Embiid right now? Like, is he doing cardio? That's a good question, Harry. I don't know. But I did put up a rim. At key, I mean, a full thing. I mean, I dug the backyard. I put the con- I brought concrete. Right. We put up the, ba- the, the rim, then put the concrete in, packed it down. Speaking of the NBA, Sid Rosenberg is going to join us in our next yeah. segment from New York, the epicenter of the coronavirus. That's right. I mean, it looks like a ghost town up there. And the- he has not stopped doing shows. He does them six days a week in the morning. And then, of course, Sid Sports Sunday, which is the best sports show on in New York on Sundays. Maybe the only sports show on in New York on well, Sunday. I think that other guy still has a show, doesn't <laughs> no, he? No, no, you're right. But yeah. we'll find out because he is there in the epicenter. And, you know, we were in New York, Robin and I. Harry didn't make that trip. No. But we went up to New York in late February. It was after the Super Bowl. Remember, we were in Miami for the Super Bowl. Right. Through February 7th or 8th. Oh, that was for the radio thing. And that right? was yeah. the yeah. Barrett for Sports the Media Summit. Summit. Right. And we're walking around, you know, because even though there were, we were talking about it a little bit, we were walking through New York. I went into a Chinese restaurant with Luigi, mm-hmm. our producer. We went in there. I had some. I had a nice big bowl of fat fa. No, what? it wasn't fa. It was like a ramen uh, noodle soup thing. Oh. It was really, really good. Isn't that what it's called, though? Uh, yeah, because like it was fa- cold. The fa, fa is soup? different. That's different. I don't know. This wasn't fa or pho. I call it pho. After, uh, we, the missed, we missed the lockdown by like a week and a half or two weeks, I think, right? No, I mean, everybody was walking around even though the coronavirus was out there. Mm-hmm. Nobody was worrying about masks or nobody was told. Everybody was told, go out, go to Chinatown right. and enjoy the new year. And this was late well, February. Well, the government officials were telling yeah. Exactly. That. And so nobody's giving anybody. Everybody's just guessing at that point. Mm-hmm. And they're still guessing now. So I don't sit there and, and, and go crazy every day worrying about what they're saying today. Listen, we're all saying what we're doing. There are people out there. We, you know, we have a Dak Prescott update. We've yeah, got to get to that, that, too. 
You know, and so there are some people who are listening and other people who don't give a crap. And the people that don't give a crap are the ones who should be ridiculed. I'm not saying that people should not be allowed to live their lives. But then there are people who go to the other extreme and just basically say, screw you, Mm -hmm. I'm more important than you. And so you can sit in your house and not do anything for months, but I'm going to go out and live my life. And if something happens to me, don't you dare. Don't you dare criticize Well, what did you do for your Easter dinner yesterday? Nothing. We Robin made some chicken. No ham. No ham? No Easter eggs. And no egg salad. I didn't even dye eggs this year because I hate egg salad. I hate any of those salads that involve the I love egg salad. I don't like hard-boiled eggs. I like Uh, eggs of every type except hard-boiled. I don't know what it is, Harry. I think it's the smell of hard-boiled eggs. Well, yeah, that's that stinks. But it's nasty. I mean, like you're going on an airplane and somebody opens an egg salad behind you. Yeah, I well, want to open the emergency exit window. It's funny. And jump though, out. Like we we get these uh, <laughs> bags of hard-boiled eggs, yes. right? And pre-done. When you, when you open up, right? They're pre. You know everything. They're all ready to go. It's you, so easy, Harry. You, you have to buy the pre-opened <laughs> boiled eggs. Yes. We open the bag. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What are you wait, talking wait about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? It's too hard to boil eggs. I don't want to have to do that. Why would, I want to, why would I want to go through Wait, that? They've already done all the hard work. i got to give you one of these because already. Because they put in, in the, the hard-boiled egg bag, they put, like, water, and it's sort of like... Yeah, it stinks. It, it stinks. smells. It's yes. horrible. But my point is, is once you get the eggs out on a plate and cut them up and do whatever you do with them, they don't smell. But the bag stinks. Oh, it it's all kind stinks. of like that special non-pasta pasta stuff that we eat. Yeah, I don't want I don't want anybody around me eating an egg salad sandwich. Oh. I will get very very. So angry. if I want you to get away from me, that's what I do. <laughs> or, no, I know no, what even worse, tuna fish. Oh, oh yeah. I love and tuna fish. Tuna oh. fish. Oh, get yeah. that out of my Wait, face. I can't even open it up. If he's somewhere in the house, he will know. I oh, think yeah. I was a cat in another life because I love tuna fish. <laughs> oh, I like fresh tuna, but not the stuff in the yeah. can. We're coming back. Sid Rosenberg's going to join us. We're just getting started on this Monday. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Easter Monday. Sid Rosenberg, Rich Lerner, and Scotty Farrell all coming up on our three-hour extravaganza. Stick around. This is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use Ghost Sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost Sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a Ghost Sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Okay. Beautiful. That was one of our 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 new I mean, people that have been on Twitch before and were listening to the Super Bowl stuff, they've heard of Ghost Leaves. But anybody that's new and has not heard about the Ghost Leaves, they're fantastic. We love them. We need to get you a pair, Harry. These are great. Compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology, kinesiology tape. tape. It's right? awesome. Yeah, yeah no, they really worry about putting that tape on the side of your legs. They're incredible. They really are. It's a great invention. Our buddy uh, Darren Lancaster, yeah, you're giving away to athletes at the Super Bowl, and you didn't get a pair when you were there, did you? I took uh, a couple home for uh, for the wife. I don't need them. Harry, you had major reconstructive legs. But that was surgery. ankle, though, right? Ankle. They don't have an ankle. Oh, they don't have one yet for the ankle, but they're coming out with ankle. They're coming out with, uh, well, they have the yeah. elbow, but yeah. they're coming yeah. out elbow with the wrist. And the knee. Right. 
I need one for my wrist. I know. We need the. We, we're we're looking forward to when they're coming out. Actually, I'm hoping they're going to figure out like a full upper body shoulder one. <laughs> That's what I need. I just need a body, a body sleeve. There you go. And if it, if it can, like, ha- help the aches and pains and suck it in all at the same time, how perfect would that be? So like Under Armour meets Spanx or something? Yes. Yes, I like that. Kinesiology meets Spanx. Joe C., I think you got something there. Darren Lancaster, if you're listening, you just got another idea. <laughs> Kinesiology meets Spanx. <coughs> Boom. Every woman Uh-oh, in the I world. Coughed. Damn it, Carrie. It is so hot down here. We I need know. a fan. It really is. Why is this hot? Oh, I don't know. God. It's the lights. You can turn off those damn lights. Oh, these no. Lights are all LED. These are LEDs. They don't generate oh, yeah? I need a fan or something. Good Lord Almighty. Are they I thought it was just me. No. no it's warm. I turned the heat up, though. I should probably turn it down. But there's no radiators down here, so it shouldn't be hot. I know. It shouldn't be down here, but it's definitely hot down here. I can turn it off. It's I'll like 70 upstairs. degrees outside, believe it or not. Let me check the temperature. Close to 70. 73. The window is 73.1. Here, look. Oh, yeah. Okay. See that? Yeah, this says... Let me see what the light says. 66. That light right there says it's 85 degrees coming off that. Dude. See? Hot, man. Let me see what's coming up, Joe Cross. Joe, I'm not uh, putting a uh, scope on you. Joe's only recording at 87. Low-grade fever. (laughs) See with the camera. Oh, I can't do that into the camera. I feel like I'm bar scan. Let me scan myself. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll have one of those under our skin. That'll probably be what you got to get to get rid of the coronavirus. Exactly, yes. Robin, I can't find the Twitch stream on here. There it is. I even on with Josh for an hour on Saturday night. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? It was good. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. That's great. You know what's happening on Twitter right now, right, Harry? People are sending me... Oh, yeah. Egg salad production, breaking up the eggs in a bowl. Oh, is that right? Yeah, people, that's what people are sending me. I thought they were sending you some of those things that were going around all weekend. You could only pick three. Oh, no, I haven't done any of those. Yeah, uh, like, if you had to be in a house with these five people, right. pick four. Yeah. I don't do that stuff, Harry. That stuff is just... I know people are looking for things to do. Yeah. People are that's not one bored, of the man. things I choose to do. And this TikTok, too, is another thing that has exploded over the last week or so. No, it's been going on for I know a it was months. around for a while, but yeah. it's really like I see it every time I pull up social media. It's an outrage to me, all of this stuff, Harry. That's people why dancing. we're here. Nurses dancing. Now, people are ripping nurses because there's some nurses dancing in hospitals. And then people are, oh, my God, I thought we were having a pandemic. Why are they? Because they're people. They got stress, too. They got more stress than we do. Hell, yeah. What the hell do we have to do here? Except sit here and watch people send us egg salad recipes. You know what I posted to that guy, uh, Chad Everett, who sent that? Yeah. My favorite gif of all time. The scene from the movie where, what's the movie uh, with, the, with the puppets, Robin? The vomiting scene? Uh, 
Team America World Police. Remember the scene where the guy's drunk? I've never heard of that movie. It's a great movie. I have to, I have, you'll have to watch it. It's a great movie? It's a great movie that they couldn't make today. It makes fun of Matt Damon. And so he, the guy comes out of a bar. He's drunk, and he vomits, and it's like goes on and it's on a, and on. It's like a marionette puppet. It's one wow. of the greatest cinematic ma- tour de forces ever. <laughs> and so I use that all the time when something's What's retching to me. Team America World Police, Harry. The unedited version. And now is Sid there? All right, Sid Rosenberg's going to join us in a minute. He I hope he's it. all right in New York. Is he sequestered? Did he change his phone number? No. Now, you know, there have been some power outages in parts of the eastern United States today because of the storms and the high winds. It's calm out there now, but earlier today, man, it was nasty. Heavy rains, heavy winds. You know what I'm saying? I post that. I, I don't post it five to seven times. I only post it when it's appropriate. You know what I'm saying? What's that? The vomiting uh, gif or jif, whatever the hell you want to call it. What do you call it, Robin? I think it's, it's gif. It's, no. The, it's the, the, GIF? The, the, the developer of the gif calls it jif, which is just so wrong on so many different but levels. But it's G-I-F. Right? I know. Jif peanut butter but is J-I-F. I know. I know. And he came out saying that it's actually a GIF, hmm. but I call foul. Well, anyway. It's, it's, it's grammatically incorrect. Vomiting uh, GIF or GIF. I don't want to see that. Now, tonight on television, we're waiting to get uh, Sid Rosenberg on the line. Do you have the right number? Did you give him the right I number? Huh? Num- How does it go to voicemail? He's promoting it on his own Twitter feed that he's coming on the show, and now he's, on, he doesn't, he's going to voicemail? You can just pick it up. Meanwhile, Joe Exotic, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's the big night. I didn't watch anything with Joel McHale. I heard it was terrible, and I love Joel McHale. He did a, a, a Tiger King. Well, he King. got ripped because everybody was expecting it to be just like Tiger King, but then he was doing his own normal Joel McHale making fun of things shtick. Right, like he did on pe- the soup for right, many years. And people didn't appreciate that, apparently. Oh, all right, well, I didn't watch. I'm watching tonight, though, because you got a choice tonight, Harry. You got the Tiger King thing on Fox. Wait, we have choices TMZ. tonight at yes, TV? You have two choices. The Tiger King show tonight on Fox, okay. TMZ presents. That's at 9 o'clock. And The Bachelor returns tonight. No, that's not a choice. You think I'm watching The Bachelor? Do you watch The Bachelor? Hell I, no. I know your boy Golick watches The Bachelor. I'm telling you right now, He's any all man who watches The Bachelor should be put into quarantine, and, and they probably are sitting at home alone. Well, we should get him back on because he, I don't think he's missed an episode. I have to rip Mike. I hate to do it to him. Yeah. But Sid Rosenberg, he doesn't watch The, the Bachelor. Yeah, I think he probably does. No, he does. Yeah. Tell me oh, he doesn't. Tell me you don't watch The Bachelor, Sid. I bet he does. Oh, Tell oh, me you oh don't. my God. Tony, Tony, I watch a heck of a lot worse. I literally just got off the phone with my friend Dolores, one of the very popular New Jersey housewives oh. on the Bravo channel. The, the Bachelor for me is like it's almost Sean Hannity. It's smart television. <laughs> I watch the worst stuff on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The Bachelor or Sean Hannity? Now, I'm, that's a no on both of them for me, okay? I'm going to give you a hard no on both. Come on, right, man. Fair enough. And you watch fair the, now, I get you have to watch the house, Real Housewives because that's your life up there. Those are all your people up there, Sid. You know what's funny? It used to be when I lived in Tennessee, New Jersey, those were my people, but now I've moved to the Upper West Side. So really, it's the Real Housewives of New York, but I can't stand any of those ladies. I hate them. I know a couple personally. I hate them. I actually like the New Jersey ladies, but listen, that, that's my type of stuff, guys. There's, there's no sports. I can only watch so much coronavirus coverage a day, so I get lost on the Bravo channel, whether it's the Stars of Sunset, whether it's a Real Housewife show, whether it's Southern Charm, 
And all it is is it's complete nonsense, and we all know people exactly like them. And believe it or not, it's actually fun. So we all need some of that, Tony and Harry. And also we're going to go nuts. Enough of this corona stuff. It's enough. Well, we are going nuts, Sid. And I listen to you uh, you and Bernie every morning. Bernie and Sid in the morning on 770 WABC. And that's where I get all my coronavirus information. Well, you get coronavirus information from Sid Rosenberg? Is that that wrong? And that other guy, Bernie. And Bernie. You know what's surreal about that, Tony? I'm so happy you said that. And I, I treat this to say this all the time. I said this to Harry. It wasn't that long ago when people were tuning in to me on WFAN to get my opinion on Eli Manning and Carmelo Anthony and, uh, you know, Jonas Cespedes. And now I've given all that up to talk about Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani and, and uh, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and viruses and news. And I got to tell you, I couldn't have picked a better time. Because if you consider that I came to New York in 2000. 16 after 11 years in Miami, and it was election year between Trump and Clinton. What has happened with Donald Trump since, and now this virus, where people actually, I know it's laughable, Tony and Harry, come to us, they do come to us for the latest news and best guests and info. You talk about picking the perfect time to kind of transition from sports to politics and news. I nailed it. Nailed it. No, you absolutely did. I mean, I, you know, listen, I was involved in politics for a long time. I started out as a reporter. I I'd work with Frank Rizzo on the radio in Philly. And so, yeah. I, you know, I've covered elections. I've covered local elections. In fact, Andrea Mitchell and I used to cover City Hall re- reporting in Philadelphia back in the really? day here. At, at, yeah, when I was at WFIL, she was at KYW. Isn't she ABC News? She works for NBMSNBC now. Oh, she does. Yeah, it's funny you mention her because years and years ago, Tony and Harry, when we were working with IMIS back in the early 2000s, like right after 9-11, uh, Andrea Mitchell was a really good friend of the show, and you guys remember, I know, Tony, you remember, she was married to the head of the Federal Reserve. Greenspan. Yes, passed away, Alan Greenspan. Yeah. Yes. And, and we were all very, very close. And, and, of course, now that she's gone completely berserk, <laughs> and you're right, she's on MSNBC and NBC, and just Trump hates every single day. We don't talk to Andrea anymore, but that's, listen, I got good a lot outreach. of friends like that. A lot of NBC friends like Chuck Todd, he was a dear, 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 dear friend of mine, and you know, people are getting so carried away with the politics these days that good, even relatives, even my own my own sister and brother-in-law in New City in Rockland County, New York, I can't talk to them because they make me nuts. And I don't care one way or the other, but they are too crazy for me. Now, see, I don't let people like Keith Oberman's one of my best friends. I've known the guy since 1980. We're still friends. We still talk. I had him on the show last week. And when people hear, oh, Keith Oberman, oh, my God, how can you put him on your show? Yeah, what got rent? How can you have Keith on your show? I don't want you know why. Because politics doesn't define me. Yeah, I can make fun of everybody, but the whole thing about if you say something on Twitter, oh my God, you're a maggot. Oh, you're this. Uh, listen, oh, listen, you're listen, that. Tony, I, 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 I agree with you 100. percent And again, I get killed every day. Harry can attest to this. We're still being friends with Chuck Todd. I wish him happy birthday a couple of days ago. And we couldn't be more polar opposites when it comes to politics. Now, Oberman, I have a big problem with. I know he's your buddy because. He would do that segment. It was mean-spirited, you know, the worst person in the world. And he would pick on people who were far from the worst person in the world, by the way. It was Stick. It was Stick. I was on there once. He named me one of the worst people. I never made the worstest. I made worse, worser, and worsest. That was, that's the best part of that. There was the worst person, the worser, worser, worser. and worsest. And it was, it was, it was hilarious. Yes. It, it was. But you know you want the best part, Tony and Harry? I got one phone call once. From somebody who was the worstest. And what's ironic now is that me and this person went through years and years of hating each other publicly in the New York papers. But I got one phone call once from Mike Francesa, who was furious that Oberman that night picked him as the worstest person in the world. And I said to Mike, I said, Mike, Mike, 
Wear it like a badge of honor, buddy, because he's not going to be the last person to tell you that. <laughs> a lot of my friends were the worst person in the world. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like it's like a badge of honor, you know? It's like being a page six right. girl in the New York Post. <laughs> do they still do that up there? I haven't read a New York. I only read the headlines. I only see the front page, which is on. Uh, do they still oh, no, do, they the still page, do it. the page six girls? Of course. Of course, Tony. They got the girls. They got. I mean, that's how we all found out last week that. Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez are working out at a gym in Miami when the gyms were supposed to be closed. I mean, page six is still loaded with all that good stuff. That's, that's how we found out a couple of weeks ago about, you know, Harvey Weinstein, what he was doing in prison. So, yeah, page six is still the place to go for your celebrity gossip. I'm basically like a stay-at-home producer for Sid's show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always texting him in, like, articles and things, you know. Hey, it's good stuff. Hey, Harry, let me tell you something. If Bernie even said on the air a couple of days ago, we got to start paying this guy. I know you do. I, I know. <laughs> and, Tony, you know this. Harry's not only a tremendous radio host and, and gifted and smart and talented, but he knows what's going on. So he will occasionally send me stuff. A lot of people send me stuff. Yeah. Tony and Harry, a lot of people. And 80% is, is so stupid. doesn't make any sense for the show. i got to give Harry credit, Tony. He's batting a thousand. That's a good job. I'm, I wish he started working on this show. I mean, he really, you know, we just started last week, for God's sake. He's producing your show in New York City, and we're doing a show that we started last week on Sirius XM 211. And I've done absolutely nothing. He's done absolutely nothing but wear golf shirts every day and get ready. You're so funny, man. You are so funny. When are we going to get sports back, Sid? What, what's, what's your gut telling you? Uh, listen, we're never going to get sports back the way we love sports. You know, I was having this conversation with Rudy Giuliani on Sunday. I know you heard this show, Harry. But mm-hmm. One of the things that was great about uh, post-9-11, and you guys know this better than anybody, was baseball. You know, who can forget that Mike Piazza home run against the Atlanta Braves? And then, of course, that epic World Series between the Yankees and the Diamondbacks. But one of the reasons why that was so great, guys, was the fans. You remember the fans with the sign, fans in the Bronx who lost loved ones in the World Trade Center just a month before, holding up signs of relatives, we miss you, we love you, let's go Yankees. That ain't going to happen, and it's not going to happen for a long time. So you may get baseball games in Arizona in July or August with, with baseball players sitting in the stands, not dug out, five seats apart. You're going to get NFL football sometime in September. Ain't going to be no fans. You're going to get playoff basketball maybe in Vegas in a month or NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, but no fans. So it's, it's not going to look the same, guys, and I don't see that changing for a long time, not September, not October. I think we may go a whole football season before we see lots of folks in stands. Wow. And what we're used to seeing, which is fan enjoyment and participation here in America. I'll tell you one guy who's not uh, really suffering that much, because he's used to going to an empty arena now, the guy who had trouble with the New York Knicks and had the big blowout before everything shut down, Spike Lee. Spike Lee, you think yeah. he's going to hurry back to Madison Square Garden when this is over? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, you know what's funny about that, too? And by the way, Jim Dolan, who owns the Knicks and the Rangers, actually had the COVID-19 virus. But, you know, Tony... You start thinking about the stories that were out there, like, right before. Like, I don't know, the day before 9-11, guys, the New York Post, the front page was a column how Anne Hayes, who was a very popular actress at the time, yes. she claims she spoke to Martians. Now, right before the coronavirus, we had stories like Johnny Depp is suing the Mirror in London, you know, because they said he beat up his girlfriend. We had the story you just talked about, Tony, Spike Lee, not allowed in the VIP entrance in Madison Square Garden. We get these, like, stories, these meaningless stories right before some of the most major tragic events in the history of this country. And this time was no different because that Spike Lee story, you're right, was right before the virus hit. Exactly. 
One of the biggest stories I saw over the weekend was that the Playboy Mansion, the guy who bought the Playboy Mansion after Hef died, mm -hmm. is gutting the whole place. The grotto's gone. What? Yeah, he's doing well. Oh, that should be a no. museum. I know. I'm glad oh, I no. got to go there multiple times and took Robin with me wow. for the, one of the very last parties at the Playboy yeah. Mansion before this guy. The guy who owns Bimbo, the bakeries, Oh yeah, he, he bought it. And you can see the overhead shots on TMZ. They're gutting it. They're, they cleaned out the... You're talking he about the coronavirus. The yeah. He owned the property next to it right. on the other side of the hill, and then now he's combining them into one major property, but he's gutting everything. That's right an outrage. Oh, what is he making? Wait, is, is he making, like, residential apartments? No, or, no, no, or no. He's, he's redoing the pool, but there's no longer the grotto that we knew. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. I got it. You know, it. I, I sat like in there many, many times yeah. with some lovely ladies wine. Wine. in the, in the grotto. Yes. I, I would ask I, I would ask Tony Bruno this, and, and I say this with the, the, the utmost respect and reverence and love for Tony Bruno, one of my favorite guys in the history of this business. What have you not done? I mean, you've gone <laughs> to the Playboy Mansion multiple times. Mm -hmm. I know you played golf with Jimmy Carter. I know you've had dinner with Ronald Reagan. I know you play. I know you've gone to Laker games with Jack Nicholson. What have you not done, Tony Bruno? What? I I really can't think of it. I mean, I played at Pebble Beach. <laughs> I won on the air once in San Francisco and said when Gary Radnich asked me, "What's the one thing you've never done that you'd like to do?" and I said, "I stink at golf, but I'd love to play Pebble Beach." Boom! Ten minutes later, the general manager at Pebble Beach invites me up, puts me up in the inn. And I, I wake up Saturday morning playing Pebble Beach for the first time you know in my what? life. And I believe that. And, I, and you probably played pretty, pretty well. And that is a gorgeous course. And that does bring us to, you know, uh, my favorite uh, statement now, guys. My favorite two words now is remember when. <laughs> remember when we used to go to restaurants. Remember when we used to go to sporting events. Remember when hanging out with people was a, was a good thing. It was, it was a social activity. It was a good thing. And remember when one year ago, talking about Pebble Beach, the world was caught up in the Tiger Woods win at the Masters. Remember when? Yeah, absolutely. Well said. You know, you live in New York, so this is the epicenter. So what's life like for you, for people who don't hear you on the radio every day? I mean, because you see the videos of everything. The streets are all empty. There's nobody out. He still uses a subway every day. You said you wear a mask now. Do you have to wear a mask, or do they beat you up like they were doing in Philly if you're on a subway <laughs> or a bus without a mask hey, on? Listen. They beat you up in Philly no matter what. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, come on now, man. <laughs> but, but no, they don't, they don't make you wear a mask. But I do on the subway. And, and yeah, Harry's right. I still, Tony, take the 4.30 a.m. one train every morning from the Upper West Side down to Madison Square Garden. So I'm still on the train. And all you find on the train now, there's no longer the early morning stockbrokers and bread guys. And now it's just a bunch of homeless people. Then I get to Penn Station. All that is is a bunch of homeless people. Then I go inside Madison Square Garden and hit the 17th floor in a building which has thousands of offices. We're one of only three that are now being occupied during this time. And when I walk outside, Tony, you know the city very well. On 32nd Street and 7th Avenue at 10 o'clock in the morning, you can't see a soul for blocks. I mean for blocks. It looks like something out of a Will Smith movie, like the aliens came or they dropped an atomic bomb. To say it's eerie is an understatement. It is and at night, it's absolutely scary at the 7 o'clock once we all celebrate. So if you love New York and you love the streets of New York, now is a very, very scary time for all of us. Now, Sid, this is this Miss Robin here. I kind of uh, think of you like the Keith Richards of the sports radio industry. Wait a minute. He's not. The guy's all tanned and buff <laughs> No, and stuff. he is. He always like, has a tan. How do you just have a tan right now? No, because he even says, if I'm not dead yet, nothing's going to kill me. That's kind of what I think of Sid. Like, he's going to survive Robin, everybody. Robin, you're right. 
Robin, you're right. You're right. Uh, and, and Harry's right, too, by the way. I am tan and I am buff, and I'm the real Jersey Shore. Scoop like the situation. Scoop Paulie D. I'm really tan and buff in real life, but I'm going to be 53 on Sunday. But that's exactly, Robin, how I look at life, and I always have, whether it's all the years when I was, and I'm clean now for a long time, but drinking and doing cocaine and going out reveling at parties and getting fights at Super Bowls and getting arrested time and time again and now taking the subway and going to work. You're right, Robin. It's a fair comparison other than physically what we look like. I am that guy. Well, how are you, where are you getting tanned? Do you have your own bed now? Do you, no salons are open. How do you get the tan going? No, I, I, I can't sit in my bed in my apartment, but i got to tell you, I'm the biggest scammer in the history of this city. I actually have, uh, much like J-Lo on A-Rod, I have somebody to open the gym for me twice a week so I get to work out. And my buddy who owns tanning salons all over New York City actually on Tuesdays and Thursdays comes in from Westchester all the way to 57th Street and just for a half hour opens up a tanning salon just for Wait a minute, this is breaking news, this is ladies and gentlemen, and people are ripping the mayor of your city for having a, 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 a chauffeur take him to the gym all the way across town, and you have people illegally opening up tanning salons for you, Sid? Wow. Are you serious yeah, right now? Hey, I'm a big-time guy. What can I tell you? i got to look good. Like Robin says, I go on Instagram, I go on Facebook, I go on Twitter. i got to look good. I'm not running this city. I'm just a dopey radio host. i got to keep up my reputation. Come on, That's man. That's outrageous. Is there a video component on your show? You're on the radio. I'm on camera because we're on Twitch. Are you on camera? Do you have a video component? No. 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 But I, but I then why the hell do you have to look good? You could look like a hermit because, in a studio. <laughs> Bernie looks like because, a hermit. Because I, insta I Instagram stuff every single day, and I'm slated to do a couple of episodes. I got to give you credit for that. As long as you're not going out and violating anything, you know you're no, not hanging no, no, no. out. You're not doing what Dak Prescott did and have like 30 people over to his house for a birthday party for a friend. No, listen, not only not only am I not doing that, but I get really angry when people do. I really do. I mean, look, my daughter Ava, for example, celebrated her 16th birthday on Tuesday night, and Harry knows this. We had a party plan. We we're going to Barbados. And as it turned out, we did none of those things for her sweet 16. It was just the four of us in my apartment. Wednesday night was Passover. We celebrate all the holidays. Sunday was Easter. And it was just the four of us. So I don't understand why Dak Prescott or, you know, or Ben Affleck has to get a card game together. I mean, for two months, just, just comply with these rules and do what they want. And hopefully by July or August, we're, we're kind of back to some sense of normalcy. We'll never be normal again, I don't think. I don't think for a long time. But people say, oh, back to normal. That's ridiculous. We're not going to be that. Not in sports, not in restaurants, none of those things but at least a semblance of normalcy, Tony and Harry and Robin, to get us back to there, just compliance, and stop breaking rules like Dak Prescott. Or like you getting into tanning slots, but you're the only schlub in there, so well, I guess it's okay. Keep, 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 keep that quiet. Nobody heard that. I, I, just, <laughs> I just want my golf club to open. That's no good, Harry. That's all. I like the guy running down the beach with nobody on it and the cop trying to chase him down. Did you see I that video? That. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. One guy's jogging along the water line now. Yeah. And there's nobody else on the beach, and this cop starts taking the angle, you know, trying yeah, to catch yeah. up. You take and then the, the right guy angle. takes off, and then the cop couldn't catch him. Wow. I mean, are we really doing that to people out on a beach where nobody's there? It's so ridiculous. It's insane. We've gone to insanity levels now, man. So since no, I mean, listen, there was a reason for that down in South Florida when Governor Ryan DeSantis had to do that because those kids in the, in the, you know, the middle part of the state, the northern part of the state, were not obeying during spring break. And, no, not that. You know, I'm talking about now when there's one person running on a right. beach no somewhere. 
there's no reason. I mean, look, my, my, my partner Bernie lives on Lido Beach, Atlantic Beach on Long Island. They shut down the beaches, and I don't get it. I don't see why a guy can't run down the beach by himself or bike ride by a boardwalk by himself. I agree with you. That's, that's where we go from, uh, from insane to, to more insane. And unfortunately, some of these governors and mayors are doing that all no. over the country. Apparently, Clarky Bob on Twitch is saying that the jogger was actually in Italy. That was not here uh, in the United States. I don't States. care where it is. And that if you want to go golfing, Harry, you need to go to Arizona because the golf courses are still oh, open Oh, yeah, there. I know they're open up. Not there. all of them yeah. are. I, not can't, all. I can't do a show from there. No. We need to do a show. We need to go somewhere warm as soon as this is over. And that'll probably be the Jersey Shore. Right. Because that's why this is over. It'll probably be August. So, Sid, you're saying downtown Manhattan is like the movie I Am Legend. You know, that's exactly the analogy. That's really scary. That that movie, that Will Smith movie, I Am Legend. That was weird. Remember when I at the Grand Central Terminal? Yeah, Remember right there in front of the Met Life building? Right. Every time I drive by there, I always think of that movie. And, and Will Smith exactly sitting what, there. That's exactly, mm. that's exactly what it looks like, guys. If you can picture that movie in those scenes, that's exactly what it looks like. It, it may be even scarier. I wow. mean, that's, that's how intense it is here in New York City. Hmm. Sid Rosenberg, he's not letting anything stop him from tanning salons. or <laughs> he, he hasn't been on the A train because John Rocker may be on there. <laughs> When you least expect it, he'll run. Wasn't that the eight train? Uh, no, there was a seven train. The seven train. Seven train. Seven, seven train. Seven train. Tra- seven train on the way to Queens, on the way to Shea Stadium. <laughs> That's right. Sid don't, don't go out to Queens. No, 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 no. He stays on the main <laughs> island. He stays in Manhattan. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, no, 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 gentlemen. I'm a diehard Met fan. But when they've opened that up, I will be at Willis Point. That's the stop at uh, City Field, the seven train. As soon as they open, I will be there. I go to Yankee Stadium, too. But listen, guys. I love you both. I, I, I can't believe you two are together. This is the perfect combination, Tony Bruno and Harry Mays and, and the lovely Robin, of course, too. What a, what a great trio. What a great trio. Well, thank you, Sid. We really appreciate it, man. You've been a good friend for a long, long time. We're happy for your success, even though if you do politics now, you get your butt whipped every single day. But you're strong. You can handle it, man. <laughs> He's on steroids, man. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too, by the way, Tony. You can add that to the weightlifting. <laughs> yeah. He's like injecting Dynaball and stuff. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know whether to give him a roaring round of applause or, or give him a round of booze. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, so, Harry. Yes. Harry, are there any secret stuff you want to tell Tony before we get off the air? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> no, you're the one who talked about that. I mentioned tanning salons, and then you admitted that you go into one, and a guy opens it for you. It's insane. No, I know, and I, and I also do admit all the time I do steroids. I, look, yeah. I agree with Jose Canseco. It's like anything else in life, folks. If you do it in moderation, exactly. you can be very strong and look as good as me. See, you gotta you're crazy, be, you're going to die. you got to be careful with him, though, not to text him private information because it goes right to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> My life, my private life doesn't exist either. Sid, good to talk to you, brother. Thanks, Thank you Sid. so much, man. Hey, you too, Tony, Harry. Take care, guys. I love you both. Thank you. You Take too. Care. Stay safe up there, man. Careful on the subways, man. Don't sleep in the subway, as the great Petula Clark once sang many years ago. We're coming back. Open phone lines, too. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. You call. We talk on Sirius XM 211. to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. 
That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use Ghost Sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost Sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a Ghost Sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Our work is something to be proud of. Okay. The bleaching place opens once a week for his uh, for his taint. Somebody said. Tony, Tony. Oh, that's what's on the Twitch stream, Robin. I know. I think I just broke. I did. Ah. Oh. What did you break? A nail? No. What? You broke the stool? I broke. The, well, I think you had stepped on it. It was already halfway broken. Robin, look at all the cat hair on the bottom of that. You can take that damn stuff off of there. Oh, look at Jesus. That. But I was standing up to try to open up the window, which I cannot figure out why it's not opening. But Did that's you see okay. this? Carl Anthony Towns' mom has died after b- battling a coronavirus. Oh no! I think he is. Yeah. Well, maybe I can tape it. <laughs> Duct tape? No. What's the uh, gorilla tape? We? Huh? <laughs> Uh, no, I have some Gorilla Tape in the back. I'll do it after the show. You know what we need? We need one of those tower uh, uh, fans in here. Because we can't have a big fan. There's not enough room. But we need like a tower fan. I'll put it on the wish list. For those of you on new to, new to Twitch, we have a Tony Bruno Show wish list of different items when people mention it. And we've gotten yeah, everything. Yeah, stop sending stuff to the stool presidente. The guy's a millionaire. Yeah, he doesn't need anything. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what are people doing? There's a uh, Tony Bruno Show Amazon wish list through Twitch. Oh, really? And uh, if something gets mentioned on the show, you want something, we need something for the show. If people want to send us stuff. Um, they are more than welcome to go on. A lot to of the this Twitter. stuff here, you yeah. see this camera, the, the, the telephone uh, system up there. All one, of our one of our major supporters, AJ in, AJ San, in Antonio. San Antonio. Mm. Um, but it is one of the features of Twitch, which is really really awesome. They can gift us things. They yeah, can the gift us bits. And I don't know if you saw this, but the bit, the new bits thing. Oh, see there it is. The new bits thing is um, Tony. Whoops, let me move this. Is Tony uh, making it rain? Making it rain. You see that? Which is kind of cool. So I guess David Portnoy, since the coronavirus, has 4,326 boxes mailed to his apartment. And so he does a segment at night where he opens boxes on his Instagram account and gets, you know, a million views. What's, we would do what's that. What's in the boxes? People send him stuff, like the, like the Amazon wish list. Why the hell would you send him some? He's rich. I know. He's got and fans. We are not. We are not rich, so you should send us stuff. Exactly. <laughs> we'll open them on the air. We will. We have a special what's in the box segment whenever we do have something that's sent to us. You can bring up the, um... Hayes and I are going to be bringing the approachable style that's guaranteed to make you laugh and appreciate life. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Starting Monday, April 6th on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back. 
to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A little correction on my NASCAR bash. I don't want to bash NASCAR. I just said for two weeks in a row, auto racing has had some trouble doing simulations online and on live streams. Right. So I mentioned a week ago they had the situation where a couple of guys driving a fake IROC race at Bristol Speedway were had enough at the end and they were like crashing into the wall and they finally said screw it I'm done this is stupid and then they lost the, the sponsorships with emu do emu so there wasn't a NASCAR iRacing event this weekend Indy, IndyCar had one Saturday but as I mentioned the one driver who's now been suspended by the Chip Ganassi team is one of the best dirt racers out there and I mentioned that this was a dirt race and uh, Kyle Lawson is the guy who didn't think anybody was hearing him and he was sitting there speaking to his spotter, and he dropped an N-bomb on a live stream, and then he's been fired, or at least suspended. He's suspended, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't just a little one. It was clear it was as a bell. Oh, you heard it? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there's yeah. tape. I don't want to run the tape. No. But no, anybody who wants to see it, you know, and so I get it. It doesn't look good. If you're going to have drivers doing simulated stuff, sitting in, and it's on TV, and then they lose interest after a while because they realize it's not a real race. It's like NBA players playing horse. Yeah. At least none of them cursed or gave it up. Or the NBA 2K they were playing. Yeah, that's how, supposedly right. with people getting upset and quitting, right? Who was the one guy who like supposedly got pissed off and walked away? I'm not sure. And was ripping it? That was another story over the weekend. I know Devin weekend. Booker was a, was a part of that. I was think, it Devin I, Booker? I, I want to make sure I don't, I, don't, think, I don't think he was the one who walked out. There was one player who apparently got so mad that it was fake that he couldn't, couldn't stand it. I gotta, can you look that story up, Harry? I don't want right. to attribute it to the wrong guy. All right. But the bottom line is, and by, and by the way, these people are being paid. They're being well, paid. Well, that's different. If you're, if you're being paid to do it, then, you know, knuckle down and do it. Exactly. It's your job. I mean, you're being paid to sit at home and play a video game. Tough life, huh? For the fans who are out there and normally watch you really driving cars, and then they say, hey, why don't you sit in a car? We'll throw some money at you. We'll get some fake sponsors, and they'll pay you money. And you can sit at home and pretend that you care for a couple of hours on a Saturday right. or a Sunday afternoon, and you're still going to get paid. But no, you got to be an idiot and drop an N-bomb yeah. for no apparent reason as some white dude from Southern California, by the way. And so that's the problem. You ruin your career doing something that stupid. And if you're playing a video game, NBA 2K. Well, it was Patrick Beverly. That's right, Patrick off. Beverly. Yeah. So do you have the story? Let's do the yeah. Patrick Beverly update because I don't want to give any. Uh, Patrick Beverly apparently had enough of this NBA 2K fake basketball stuff. Let's go to your correspondent, Harry Mays, with the latest on that. After he was swept in a best-of-three <laughs> semifinal, Tony, of the NBA 2K Players Tournament, Clippers guard Patrick Beverly removed his headset no! and walked out of the view of the camera mounted in his own home. <laughs> that left his opponent, which was uh, Phoenix Suns' DeAndre Ayton, uh, unsure where he once... <laughs> where his once-chattering opponent had gone. So he just took the headset up and walked off. I've done off. that in many radio shows well, yeah, in the past. And Harry's done it. We have tape of Harry yeah. this past weekend trying to play simulated golf at home, not on a real course. <laughs> I am pissed off. Yeah, exactly. And then he said, get out. Get out. <laughs> wow. You no, know, i got to be honest, though. I And he was being paid for this, right? I, Patrick I, that Beverly, I'm not sure. Of course he was getting paid. You think these guys are sitting at home and doing it for nothing? 
Yeah, uh, Eaton says uh, he walked away. <laughs> oh, good game, Pat. Really appreciate you. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Imagine getting paid to play a game, and then you play the game and you lose a fake game, and you get pissed off, throw down your headsets, and walk away. Yeah, Devin Booker actually <laughs> swept Montrez Harrell in the other semifinal. I knew Devin Booker is pretty good at this. There's Not a lot of people good at video. That's why they have Twitch channels. I know. That's what Twitch was built on. Absolutely. With people yeah. who are geniuses at playing video games online. And a lot of these athletes enter these Madden tournaments, you know, mm-hmm. and they, this because they're... Uh, There's no well, crying in game playing. We had uh, Deshaun Jackson, right? Yes. Did a, did a Deshaun Jackson show, mm-hmm. and I was the host of it, okay, back in the day. And part of the deal was he was really good at Madden, apparently. Okay. Matt, football. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was, in fact, when we were at the Super Bowl in Phoenix, he was in the finals. Oh, that's at right. Madden. Yes, he, yes, he yes, was yes, really yes. good. He yes. was really good. Yeah. Well, in between, like, uh, you know, after the show, he'd play a listener. Like, if you were a lucky listener, that was, it was part of the reason to get people to come gotcha. to see the show. Right, and right. You get to meet him, and you get to play him in Madden. About the third week, he lost. Some kid beat him. And he just never played again. That was it? The whole thing. Couldn't was, handle yeah, it? Yeah, he couldn't handle it. Wow. He walked off. I remember so that loser, night at Phoenix. So we're in Arizona, and the Madden Bowl was just outside of a bar, and it was raining like yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And people are standing out there waiting for the big finale, which was LaShawn McCoy. I forget who his opponent was in the finals of the Madden Bowl in Phoenix. Since then, they've changed it. They're making it big parties where nobody even plays Madden anymore. Mm-hmm. They call it the EA Bowl. Oh, is that so right? So the so-called Madden Bowl. So they've made it gigantic venues with big name acts, the chain they smokers, have like they bring booths. out yeah. Snoop. Did and somebody so, get shot at one of these things? No, I don't, not that ago? I can remember. But the ones we've been to, the, the newer EA Bowls at the Super Bowl, they're no longer guys sitting around. Now, people play video games, but they're not there. They're there for concerts. Right, they're, they're there off for to music. the side where people play video games, but exactly. the main thing is now the big concerts. Now, remember we mentioned earlier, Harry, yeah. about the Dak Prescott. Now, we talked about it on Friday. There were video, there was pictures of him and Des Bryant and a couple of a couple other buddies. Other players, they were yeah. working out Friday afternoon, you know, because Des is trying to get back. Dak's mm-hmm. trying to stay in shape. And so, you know, it's hard when you're playing football to throw to yourself, you know, or yeah. to go out there. You know, you, you, you can go to a, a baseball simulator and try to hit pitches off a machine. Mm-hmm. But in football, it's really a hard sport to play by yourself. Yeah, you need somebody else. Yeah, I if mean, you're a quarterback. It's like Tua in his workout. Exactly. Right? Who are you going to throw the ball right. to yourself? You're going to throw it up in the air and then go catch it? Although there is video on the Internet of guys doing that. It's fake, I'm sure, where they throw it over the yeah, house and then they run possible? around. Yeah, how's that even possible? Oh, yeah, that's all fake. Come <laughs> on, they Harry. catch it. Come they on, would man. have to throw it so far high <laughs> up that the trajectory. I mean, There's a lot of videos of guys playing with themselves at home. Harry. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. I think Sid has one of those videos. <laughs> After he gets out of the tanning bed. But the point is, what are you going to do? So, so he gets ripped on Twitter, Dak Prescott, for doing that. But that wasn't enough. So you know what happened? Well, I'm not get to that story. It's not breaking news, by the way. <laughs> I got a list of things here. Don't worry. I prepare for the show. You know that. So then he is on. That was Friday afternoon. Friday right. night after people are ripping him on social media all yeah. day for working out with four guys in the afternoon. He has a rump shaker. He has a rump shaker at his place in uh, what's the name of the town down there in Texas? Uh, begins with a P. I Prosper. Prosper, Texas. Live yeah. life and prosper, <laughs> right. as they say in Texas. Yeah. You know, yeah, I can't do the finger thing. No. The, uh, the, I can't do that. Yeah, the Star live, Trek. Long, live long and prosper, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. You got to get there. It is. There it is. Live long and prosper. I, I feel like my fingers, my arthritis acts up when I try to do that I Vulcan thing. I thought you could thing. do all those signs. No, the Vulcan, I only yeah. do gang signs. Yeah, that's I can't I mean. do the Vulcan sign. Yeah. See there? I, I like to do West Coast gang signs. But anyway, so Dak Prescott then decides, according to TMZ, because they have pictures, to have a party, a, boast, a birthday party for one of his friends. 30 people show up. At least 30. Catered by a steakhouse. Yeah. But then the good news is later, they had a sit-down table for only 10. Mm. And it was a table the size of this, which means that people were six inches apart at this dinner for 10. Not six feet. So here's the best part. So somebody calls the cops. Police respond and, quote, were unable to verify that Zeke was there in his own house. And they said, hey, you guys should respond. But they didn't do anything to him. Now, I'm not saying they should have gone in there and arrested these people. But the fact that the police are in cahoots yeah. because he's a member of the Dallas Cowboy in the Dallas suburbs that he's getting away with this because he's Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He says the officers could not verify that CDC guidelines were being violated. Yeah, 30 right. people in the house, right. but there was no way that they could have been violating. Yeah. Well, now, I'm not one of these uh, you know, thought police guys that they want to do that. But here's the thing. If he gets the coronavirus right. or any of the other players around him get the coronavirus, then don't come crying to me. Don't come crying to me if you want to have 30 people in your house and risk the potential of maybe dying. Do what the hell you want, but don't cry to me, Argentina. <sighs> Sick and tired of having to be the only person who makes sense in this world, Harry. Every once in a while, you may do so, too. But Sid, he doesn't make sense at all. Oh, no. Thank God he's in New York. <laughs> Don't forget the lines are still open. If you would like to call in, 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. And we'll have some more stories of people being stupid. And some sad news, too, today. And it's an anniversary. You know what the anniversary is today, Harry? Um, 11 year? years ago today. Harry Callis, the voice of the oh. Phillies, NFL Films, Major League Hall of Famer, left us 11 years ago. I was on today. the air when that happened. Wow. Still miss him to this day. We're going at uh, 58. Uh, we're out, right? See ya. We'll be back. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Sirius XM's got a new podcast series getting you ready for the upcoming NFL Draft. With the first pick. Hosted by NFL Radio's Bruce Murray. Each episode focuses on a specific position and features in-depth analysis and interviews with He's a 
Great guy. Yeah, Pharrell tweeted a little while ago. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. This Crown Royal, is that is that our boy Crown Royal Steve, 57? I don't know. He's on Twitter. Is he Crown Royal 57? Yep. It's the only Crown Royal I know. Oh, damn it, Robin 50's back again, too. <laughs> we met him at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Damn it, Robin 50 and the Rebel Man. Yep. Commercials are loud. I know. Okay. Can you turn it down? The commercial things? Oh, uh, the commercial. Well, so I know. you have a, to do that, right, Rob? No. We're still, we're still working on that so I can manipulate them and turn them up and down. Right now, Josie has so much to do, and I'm just sort of signaling him whenever I can. AJ in San Antonio. The Eagles had a similar uh, party over the weekend. But they utilize social distancing to simulate the holes in their secondary. Now, do you see? Oh. It's going to come up here in just a minute. You have to watch the new uh, following. No, see right there. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Hey. A manic Monday. Or as we call it, a day that ends with a Y. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin in the wine cellar. A very wet, soggy, windy, miserable day. Fitting, by the way. Is it not, Harry, that this is, this is fitting weather for this? The good news is it keeps people inside. Yeah, it's easy to stay at home. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of people going out and doing stupid stuff. We mentioned the Dak Prescott stuff over the weekend. My buddy AJ in San Antonio checks in on the Twitch stream. As we, of course, are on Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick channel, and on Sirius, uh, and on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. That's where you get to see the show, and we get the interac- interaction from all the folks. AJ in San Antonio checks in, and he says, the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, did a social distancing get-together over the weekend. What, their cornerbacks? They were practicing to simulate holes in their secondary. Right, I figured sure everybody had, was at least 10 uh, feet apart. I Eric. figured it had to do with the secondary. <laughs> exactly. Although, then, you know, the secondary's all redone now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they brought in a whole bunch of new guys. So just because you redo it doesn't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, I like Darius Slay. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. We'll see. But anyway, you know who's going to join us this hour? Rich Lerner from the Golf Channel. You saw him last night doing the Live from the Masters previously recorded Mm -hmm. they should have gone back and redid it pretending that they were doing it again we'll ask rich about that (laughs) but obviously golf has been shut down now a lot of people are telling us that golf courses are open like in sacramento Uh, out on the west coast it seems in california there are uh, golf courses that are open according to our folks listening out there there are a lot of states that that they are open and then there's some states where it depends on the course but then there's, you know, a handful of states where they're just shut down, and Pennsylvania happens to be one of those states. It doesn't make sense to me. Why don't they just make it a rule that you can't have foursomes? You have to go out and play by yourself. No, well, even you, if you're playing with a twosome. Well, you, you you're can not, walk yeah, you ten walk. feet yeah. apart. You can't be in a cart together. There's no, uh, there's there's no, no close sim- there's physical like simple, contact Yeah, involved. there's simple no, no. ways to fi- figure this out. It doesn't make any sense to me, but... Again, who am I? I don't, I'm not the king of the world. But I, I did read today that the governors of New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York, which are three of the hardest-hit states, at yes. least New York and New Jersey are, Absolutely. are already sort of getting together and trying to figure out you know, when they're going to sort of reopen. So they're still already starting to you know, sort of put it together. Yeah, because as, as you mentioned, Harry, you're out on the golf course. No, not just golf. I mean business oh, in yeah, general. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. 
you know, no, no matter what they announce or who announces it, mm-hmm. people are going to be angry. Guys people are playing are golf in New York right now. They are? Yeah. Not in this weather. No, not in this weather, but I mean. Although, you know. if you get it into the wind, you hit a nice uh, rising Titleist Pro V1 <laughs> in this wind. Yeah. You're talking, well, the bounce isn't going to be good because it's, it's got to be soaking oh, wet fairways soft. right now. Yeah. Those balls are plugging. Absolutely. And then you got to go out there and fix your own divot. Yep. Do all that crap. That's too much Lift work for clean me. in place. Exactly right. Are we playing winter rules right now? That's it. Uh, winter rule. Love winter rules. <laughs> <laughs> did, no. you, did you see the, the picture that went over the uh, went viral over the weekend of the 93-year-old woman in Pennsylvania. Yes. A town called Seminole, Pennsylvania, which I didn't never heard of it I, before. I know Seminole, Florida, and right. obviously it's a, named after an Indian tribe. Right. Seminole, PA. It's somewhere out there near, like, Slippery Rock, like Western PA. That's good, Slippery Rock. She's 93 right. years old, and she's standing at her front door. Through the window. Through the window. The screen door. It's, a, it's, a, it's an aluminum screen door, though. It's not the old-fashioned wooden ones, right? Right, and she's got the plexiglass. She's got the window in, exactly. okay? yes. Holding up a can of Coors Light with a sign right below her face that says, I need more beer, with a couple exclamation <laughs> now, points. By now, awesome. the Coors people, Adolf Coors himself, should probably drive all the way from Golden, Colorado with a fresh cold. Remember when they first started selling Coors? It had to be refrigerated. Right, right. You, you couldn't because you couldn't make it warm because that's how they brewed it, mm-hmm. and it was always served cold. Right. When did that stop? Because uh, now you can buy Coors like in in a 120 degree warehouse where they sell beer. Right. So anyway, this woman, how is she not hooked up with Coors Light by now? Maybe, maybe she will. I mean, you know, the coronavirus has slowed everything down, Tony. So maybe Coors is going to get get to that, but. She's 93 years old. Her name's Olive Veronesi. Veronesi. Italian woman tr- drinks Coors Light. Where's the vino? We could have got her some, uh, you know, some good Brunello. Yeah. Could have got her some. Uh, what's the Sicilian wine that I like, Robin? Which uh, is very inexpensive, by the way. The t- 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 It starts with a T. That's pretty bad knowledge oh. right there. Robin. It's the, one of the cheapest wines you can get, and it's from Sicily. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Because I can't cheap remember the and name. It's of good. It. I mean, it's inexpensive is what I'm oh, saying. Okay. You can get a good bottle for $12. Oh, uh, Nero Diavolo. Oh, that. Nero Diavolo. And you look it up. It's a really good drinking wine that's family mm. wine. It's not super expensive. You can get one. When I lived in L.A., now remember, it's got to go from Italy right. to New York, then New York all the way to California where the taxes are high. Mm-hmm. I could buy a bottle of Nero Diavolo in a Costco in Santa Monica, California for $11 a bottle. I would come back to Philly and try to go to a state store, and it's like 20 20 bucks. I'm like, how yeah. can it be more expensive in Pennsylvania if the wine comes from Italy to New York? Pennsylvania, Philadelphia is only well, 90 miles away. Pennsylvania taxes But they can then everything. ship it all the way to California where the prices and taxes are higher, and I still pay $8 less a bottle. Yeah. How does that happen? Doesn't make sense. You know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. Damn right. It's it an is. outrage. Thank you, Mr. President. All right, let's go to the phones here. Coming up this hour, the great Rich Lerner, Scotty Farrell. Will he pour one out for us next hour? Huh? He's got a couple new gigs. Love Scotty. Yeah. Another one of the legends of this industry, Harry. You want to talk about people that everybody listened to mm-hmm. at one point in their lives? Oh, yeah. Let's go to a man in South Philadelphia. He's hunkered down. Although it looks like there's a little clearing. The sky's a little bright. No sun yet, but the storm has stopped. Vince, what's the latest in your neighborhood? Yeah, Tony, I'm uh, looking out the window right now, and the sun seems to be starting to pop out a little bit. Beautiful. There's a little bit of light there, but uh, anyway, Tony, I, 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 you got to give me a bump, umpty bump because I wanted to call you Friday afternoon. What did you do um, now? No, I just said it was uh, officially my birthday. So. Uh, oh, why, did, yeah. why do I have to give you one of those? 
No, I said, I, 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 I don't know, I must have fell asleep or something. The show was over when I woke up or whatever. Oh, same thing that happens to me. Wait. So it was your birthday Friday, and you're ripping yourself for not being awake during your birthday? Well, no, I mean, I just, <laughs> I know. <laughs> By the way, I have officially entered, uh, I uh, entered the uh, world at 1.20 p.m. Eastern time on, on that Friday. <laughs> Let me write that down. What was the actual, I'll see if I had that in. 1.20 a.m. No, p.m. Oh, p.m. Oh, 1.20 in the PM. afternoon. Is that when you yeah. fell asleep? Did you notice the time that you actually fell asleep on the anniversary of your birth? <laughs> No, I, I don't know. It must have, I must have. I think I was trying to call like at about two o'clock, but I think I was uh, out like a light by then. And then I woke up and it was too late. So I made it till three that day. I almost couldn't get there, but then Harry lifted me up in the final hour of our first week. I got to tell you, this conversation <laughs> is putting me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I posted a video today that I found on the internet, and it's the funniest thing. It's, it's a little risque, but it's not nude. It's not. It's okay for kids. The woman shopping. In the grocery store for cucumbers. Oh, the cucumbers, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. so I saw the video, and then I noticed in the background that there's a guy with an Eagles jersey on, a shirt, and he's got a shopping cart, and his little kid is in that shopping cart. Mm. And so I wrote, "Wow, how about those Eagles fans are everywhere?" And then, so when everybody went to look at the video, they didn't realize that there was a guy in the background with an Eagles shirt on until you watched the video. See, that's the kind of sense I have. Everybody's right. looking at the woman. Well, of course. And I looked in the background because that's my journalistic integrity coming back, Harry, to make sure I don't miss a thing. No, the you five could... W's of everything, Harry. Who, what, when, where, and why. She was very curvy. And it's, it's one of the greatest videos you yeah. will ever see. And the man's reaction in the background is priceless. It's good stuff, Vince. You've got to check it out if you get a chance. Yeah. By the way, you mentioned the Pharrell there. I remember... Uh... I forget how many years ago this was, but you, I think he did like play-by-play for the Atlanta Fra- he Thrashers. Did. Yes, he did. Yes. yes, he did. He was a big hockey fan. That's and good still Pharrell is. knowledge. That's right great there. Pharrell yeah. on the bench knowledge. And you know, they didn't. He was a little too. He tried to do hockey play-by-play in a different style because you know Atlanta had the Flames years ago, and then mm-hmm. they moved. They then, lost twice. They I lost know, they two lost teams. a hockey team twice in Atlanta. <laughs> the only ice in Atlanta is going in the drinks in the club. That's at right. two o'clock in the morning, man. Right. It's the only ice that. that that's the only yep. <laughs> only ice they like down there, baby. Did you uh, you talk about you know some of these leagues trying to you know figure out when and if they can come back and? Hey, Vince, thanks for checking in, buddy. Hey, happy, birthday. Take care. Take care. Ha- happy birthday! Did man. you see the, the the idea that they're tossing around for hockey? Yes, it's ridiculous. Like three neutral site areas. One is in, I believe, North Dakota, mm-hmm. where they've got a rink, uh, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And you know what that uh, does, Harry? It makes absolutely no sense. Now, I know they want to play in rinks where there's no people. Right. But why would you play in places that are so remote that even the players don't want to go well, there? Well, maybe that's why. Maybe because because we, when we were talking to Oberman, he said, what do athletes athletes like to go out? Yeah. I mean, well, if you I, put I them in what Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, there's nothing to do, maybe. There's so plenty they... of beer in Saskatoon, well, Harry. I know there's beer. There's the, those guys. You don't think after when the boys go into the oh. room – after the hockey game, that they're not going to have a couple of pops. Oh, Molson's. They get some Molson's. You get yeah. whatever you want up there. You don't think if they go to North Dakota that Carson Wentz will be waiting for them? 
with all kinds of brewskis and product. They'll go out deer take hunting. Take them out hunting. They'll take yeah, them out deer right. hunting. Now, what is Robin doing up at the window? She's trying to open the window. See, we have a window, but we have an air conditioner in there, and it's been sealed. Okay. So she's trying to unseal it so that we can open our window. How about you just turn the air conditioning on? I'm afraid because it may blow a circuit. I don't oh. know if we have an, we don't have too much stuff on the circuit, <laughs> you know, because we have all this equipment down here. Yeah. All I got to do is turn the air conditioning on and then blow the whole show off the air. Right. Then what do we do? <laughs> So Robin's out ripping off gaffing tape off the window here in the South Philadelphia Wine Cellar Studios. I should turn a camera up there so we can see her. Don't make anything fall down here, Robin. There you go. That's a good job. Now some rat will run in here. Right. By the way, you see the story in New York now? What about a rat? Well, there's plenty of rats in New York. Of course. But now, apparently, because there's nobody around and there's no food for them to get in the subways. You know, people go to the subways, they throw food down. Mm -hmm. The rats have now resorted to cannibalism. They're eating rats. They're eating other rats? each other, which is a good start, and they're, they're like, fighting. We saw the one video, remember? Bob Mennery yeah, doing yeah. the play-by-play of the rats fighting somewhere in a kitchen? Rats, there's now rat-on-rat warfare in the streets of New York. Well, as long as nobody eats one of the rats and gets some sort of virus. That's a good question. I don't think we do that in this country, though, Harry. I don't know. You know, rats are basically bats. They're bats without wings, aren't mm, they? Bats with uh, four feet. Are rats... I'm going to make a poll question today. If you needed to eat something and you were really hungry and there was nothing else available mm-hmm. and your choices were a rat or a bat, what would you eat? Robin? Those are the only choices. Those are the two choices right now. Because remember, we're in a desperate yeah. times here. You can't get to the store. Now the oh supermarkets, you have to make a reservation to go to the supermarket. Well, I would go with the rat because technically it's a rodent, which is in the the rabbit family kind of thing. Really? Yeah, like and I think new, that like if nutria you... nutria and groundhogs yeah. and rats, aren't they all the same? I think, what's, I what's... think if you cook it well so that, you know, there's no raw meat whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if it's the last thing. I, I probably would have to side with the rat. Yeah. Hoping that he had just been in a dumpster and eaten a pizza right before <laughs> I get him. <laughs> so I can, you know, secondhand pizza. You know, it's like, it's like pork. You overcook it and it just peels right off the bone. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, in, 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 hey... People got to eat, man. Like ribs. Well, they, <laughs> Just like ribs. I think that they have, you know, I mean, I I believe I might have even had rat before Did you really, in my now, life. Robin has eaten monkey brains. What? Yeah. Robin has eaten monkey brains in jungles in there. Who are the you, Philippines. Andrew Zimmern? Hey, I grew up kind of uh, different, you know, like wow. we traveled all over the world and I've eaten a lot of strange things. Now, you never ate a bat though, right? No. What even, about a dog? Even the people that we were hanging out with knew that bats were not good to eat. <laughs> Even the Filipinos aren't going to eat a damn bat. Wow. Anyway, that's what's going on. Coming up, the great Rich Lerner. Not Rob Lerner. And not Bob Lerner. Rich Lerner from the Golf Channel is going to... uh, Did did Sly Stallone do it in Demolition Man? Did he eat a rat in that movie? I never... I never saw I don't that. remember Speaking that. Speaking of to, Stallone. Well, let's go to Joe for a Demolition Man update here. I did not know this. When they go into the sewers to find the Dennis Leary character, they come across people that are cooking. And then, you know, he orders whatever it is, a beer and a burger. And she points out that, like, there's no cattle down here. And I think the woman's like, whatever she says, like, carne de, was it, uh, raton? He's like, it's a rat burger. It's, was it like, good? Yeah, he shrugs it off and just keeps on eating. But, yeah, he eats a rat burger. And uh, when they go into the sewers and demolition, That's man. fake, though. He didn't really eat it, right? You think Stallone <laughs> ate raw eggs, which is more dangerous than probably eating a rat burger in Rocky. Remember when he poured all the eggs down? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. then it became a big thing. Guys would drink a dozen eggs in oh, the morning. Oh, I've done that before. Oh, yeah. When you wake up. I think yeah. Baldy does that. Yeah. Does he do that? Yeah. Baldy does probably. everything, man. Speaking of Stallone, though, I believe I saw Frank Stallone following the show earlier on Twitch. I don't know if it's the real Frank it's Stallone. It's got to be the real Frank Stallone. But if Who's it is, use Frank he's... Stallone as a fake name? 
<laughs> but if you are Frank listening, call in. We'd love to hear from you again. I haven't seen him since I ran into I him at the Home Depot in Playa Vista, California. No, years he used ago. to he used to come in studio all the time in Sherman Oaks at the Fox Studio. That's where I met him. <sighs> Meanwhile, we're coming back. Rich Larder is going to join us. More of your calls coming up later on. Scotty Farrell on the bench. Do I have to play some like? Metal music in the background when he's on, like real low in the background. Remember when he used to do yeah, that? Yeah, Pop open a cold beer. Why not? Should we pop open a real beer? Do you I have, have beer? Yeah, I have beer. I know you have I vodka. like beer. I like beer. I drank beer in college. <laughs> it's Tony Bruno. It's Harry Mays. Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel on a Monday. Stick around. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical... Because the Twitch people, they've heard it a lot already, so they probably are. Thanks to Jack Daniels, I was passed out on Friday as well. <laughs> All right, Riddle, poor Riddle. He's like, oh no, he's 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 on my lap. He's so freaked out. So. Just so that you all know, here in studio, we're probably going to have thunder and lightning again sometime soon because this is what he does. Here. I'll hide you. I'll keep you safe, Riddle. I'm putting... Nobody can hear you, Tony. Just put your mic just a little bit closer to you. I know. So, yes, uh, Fairweather Marvin, our cat needs a thunder buddy. He needs, like, one of those... We're calling uh, Rich. Yep. Oh, there it is. Somebody has a video of uh, Judge Dredd. Is that Judge Dredd or term or? Uh, it's a uh, it's Demolition Man. It looks like Judge Dredd, where he's eating the rat burger. Mm. Is that the same character, Demolition Man and Judge Dredd? His doesn't have the obvious name of John Spartan. That is tremendous Stallone knowledge because I've only seen a few Stallone movies. Jack Black's actually an extra in that movie. He's one of the uh, sword people with Dennis Miller or Dennis Leary. That's great knowledge. I love that movie. Dan Cortez plays a uh, lounge singer in that. Dan Cortez from yeah. MP- MTV? Yeah. Wow. Richler is with a PGA, right? No, he's with the Golf Channel. Oh, right? Golf Channel, okay. God damn it, Robin. Your golf knowledge sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I knew what sport he did. He doesn't do sports. He's an announcer. You know what I mean. Demolition Man. FYI, anybody that is on Twitch who knows how, I know how to change all the other GIFs, GIFs, excuse me, except for the zombie for likes. For whatever reason, I can't find it anywhere. I can find the follows. I can find the subscriptions. And I've changed those, but the likes I can't find. It's driving me nuts. If Demolition Man taught me anything, it is that rat burgers aren't awful. 
Tastes like chicken. Learners there when you come out, so whatever you want. Thank you. The weather's nice now. The, the, the sky's starting to clear. I don't think so. Got shots here in Westchester. It's beautiful out here in Westchester. He's about to put the grill on her. According to Riddle, we are still going to get some thunder and lightning. Yeah, our cat is the most accurate predictor oh, of, yeah? of impending thunderstorms. This is what he does when he when when thunder and lightning. Really? He'll, he'll crawl underneath stuff. He just wants to be hiding somewhere. As if it's going to somehow find him and hit him. It's like he's like that kid powder. Remember that oh, movie? Oh, the movie? Yeah. Wasn't that, that was about thunder and lightning, wasn't, wasn't it? It was about a kid that was born. Uh, was he albino? His mother, yeah, he was albino. His mother got hit with lightning. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. So, we have a poll question up. I guess, did, did uh, our intern put the poll question up, or did you do that, Rob? Um, I'm sure that was intern. Good job, whoever it was, either Colin or Caleb. Caleb. I was joking about a poll question, but it's been posted now. We already have 136 votes. At the, in the end of times, these are the meats. These two meats are your only options. Which one do you choose, rat or bat? Rat is now leading with 82.4% of the votes. Bat bringing up the rear at 17%. Brian Assad Wilson says, it's a stupid question. I said, that's about as relevant as any of the other polls I've seen yeah. out there. Like, which room do you want to be? Right. A, B, C, or D? Choose one. Get rid of three. Isn't this about the same relevance? Well, the bat bats are eating each other in New York, and they're, they're, they're no. fighting. They're having rats. wars. Rats. rats. Are eating. Bats are just hanging around waiting right. for people to pluck them down and eat them. The, the Bats brand has taken a hit over the last no couple of weeks, Tony. No I mean, it's, it's not a good time to be a bat. See, this is, bats are not bad. That's the whole problem. Just don't eat them. They're exactly. fantastic as long as you're not eating them. Exactly. Because they, they eat more what insects. What do you mean they're fantastic? They're bats, creepy. No, they're kind they of adorable. They're really adorable. soft. Yes. Ugh. They're really soft. They're like velvet when you touch them. All right. One of, uh, is, is Rich there? <laughs> We're letting poor Rich Lerner, who just did... Live at the Masters last night. Well, actually, he reran live at the Masters. I'm going to watch it again tonight. I'm going to watch it again tonight, too, because <laughs> the choices are the Lion, the Lion King, the Tiger King on yeah. Fox, or the Bachelor on ABC. I'm watching Rich Lerner rerun anything live right. from a golf tournament. And, uh, of course, yesterday they reran the Masters on CBS. We had Jim Nance on last week talking about it. It was phenomenal. And there is Rich again last night, sitting there from last year. Rich, Rich Lerner joins. Rich, good to talk to you again, man. It's been forever. Tony, uh, good to have you back on radio. It's nice to be with you. I hope everybody's well. What the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> let me just let me just let me just get offer just a quick opinion on this. I'm, I would have to go with the bats because ever since the early '70s and the movie Willard, where the late great Ernest Borgnine uh, got taken down by a couple hundred rats, I've been spooked by rats. You remember the movie? Uh, absolutely. They, they did Rock a remake of that. That was the original one. You're absolutely right. Ernest Borgnine in the original Ben. And then they did a remake oh. of it because they make remakes of everything. And the remake sucked. <laughs> Let's be honest. But it was, like the, it was like the most tender song, too. It was like a Michael Jackson yes. song, right? They did like a, a whole song about Ben. And you felt, you felt bad for the rats. And I don't know. Um, 
I, I that scared the crap out of me that movie. So I I'd come down. <laughs> Where the what the hell's going on here? Good lord, get me! I've had a very busy week, Tony. Uh, what day is it today? Is it's it a Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Well, Monday after the Masters. Hootie and the Blowfish didn't have, have their tournament today, did they? Usually, I don't think so. They usually have the day know. after the Masters. That's in Myrtle Beach. I know. Yeah, yeah. Got a, got a very busy week ahead. I'll be in the living room tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be in the bathtub on Wednesday. I'll be in the kitchen on Thursday. I mean, I have nothing going on right now. At least you don't so, have to go to Scotland uh, or England. You're you going to have to worry about the uh, British Open. That's finally canceled for good till next year. At least we have golf later on in the fall, Rich. We think. We uh, hope, yeah. By the way, I, I did, uh, with the big activity has been taking young Hank, that's our uh, 11-month-old golden doodle, for a walk around the neighborhood. Uh, and I'm, I'm guessing people have experienced the same thing. It's really bizarre. We're walking Hank, and a, a person with a dog comes right up on us, like, like within the six-feet sphere. And I jumped reflexively, like I ran onto the street as if... I was attacked by an 11-foot alligator. <laughs> I mean, it was like people are, like, you can't get near people. It's so strange. Uh, and I don't know. Um, well, aren't some golf courses is, uh, open in Florida, Rich? Yes, yeah, some are. Uh, the, the ones in our neighborhood are closed down. That's been kind of a big, uh, uh, you know, bone of contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pe- people have said, well, you can social, you know, do the social distancing on a golf course reasonably well. Right. Um, you know, uh, but it's probably not a great look. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other on that. Uh, they tell me to stay home, I stay home. Rich Lerner of the Golf Channel. Now, of course, you guys are in, still in Orlando, and I was joking, but you know, I actually did watch the replay of your Live at the Masters, and I talked when I got, got yeah. a hold of you last week and said, hey, we've got to get you on the show. You know, I said, I love those Live at the Masters. Oh, where yeah. You sit there after the event. And talk about it with the great golfers out there. Randall Chambly, Frank Nabilo. It was great. Yeah. Well, it's nice. I appreciate the uh, kind words, fellas. Uh, right now, you know, we're we're live from nowhere at this point, <laughs> and uh, we uh, have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, look, uh, we're hoping, as everybody is hoping. If you love football, you you know, I I, I, I was just talking to a buddy of mine. He said, "Can you imagine?" If they can't play Alabama against LSU, mm-hmm. people are going to go bananas. Uh, but again, we have to follow. I, my my personal, like we have to follow the experts. With you know, and I, I'm I'm one of those who who defers. I don't know enough uh, about the science of, of all of this. If they tell us we can't get together, then we have to suck it up for a little bit longer. Um, but in any event, uh, the idea is to come back and play some golf right now. Uh, the, the PGA Tour is planning uh, to return in May, but but I'm told that's shaky. And there's another plan to go back in June. The first tournament would be in Texas at the Colonial. Very likely, though it's not set in stone. Very likely without fans. I think they'll they'll go uh, with with uh, certain protocols based on advice from the CDC and the local health experts. That probably would include. Uh, testing of all the competitors, say, a week out and then maybe a day before. Uh, I had asked an official what happens if somebody, a la Rudy Gobert with the Utah Jazz, somebody on day one of the event uh, is found to have COVID-19 and they didn't have a good response. Like, would you have to shut the whole thing down? Uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, myriad issues. Uh, you know, how do you travel people? Golf is an international game. Uh, how are you getting players from overseas here, uh, from Canada here, from South America here? Don't have a great answer to that as of yet. Uh, you know, what about the support personnel? You still have to have uh, you know, people to, to run television cameras, uh, to uh, serve food, operate the locker rooms, uh, the driving ranges, etc. The equipment trucks. Uh, yeah, the equipment trucks. That will be kept to a minimum. You know, I, I don't know what a minimum is. Is it 500? Is it 1,000? I, I don't know. Uh, beyond, uh, beyond that date at Colonial, the plan is to have a, a fairly robust schedule. Uh, and then, you know, the majors would, would take place minus the British Open, or they call the Open. The majors would take place beginning uh, August in San Francisco with the PGA Championship. You know, I mean, there, there, there's a, you know, one school of thought says a major championship without fans is not a major. Hmm. Uh, another school says, well, these are uh, unusual, most unusual circumstances, and let's give uh, you know, the fans of the world something to watch. Uh, which could be therapeutic, uh, with or without fans. And, and plus, there are the television partners that have uh, invested uh, millions of dollars into these events, and they want some uh, return. And, and, and not a, I don't want to accuse anybody of, of, of wanting these returns at the expense of, of the health of the public. I don't think anybody is thinking that way. Uh, but, but if there's a way to do it, and do it in, in, a, in a responsible manner. I think everybody, every sports league, is looking is looking at that uh, at the various scenarios. And uh, you know, they, they keep running headlong into some of, of, of the, the expert analysis of the scientific uh, community, which is saying, uh, I "Can't guarantee. I can't guarantee that it won't come back in the fall." And so, I, I can only you know imagine. Uh, what the stress levels are, uh, the amount of work that's currently being uh, 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 being put into formulating these plans mm-hmm. in, in these leagues, and and uh, how intricate and detailed and and fraught with uh, with difficulty that 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 undertaking has to be, you know, for the NFL, for for college football. I mean, you think about college football, mm-hmm. and and how college football anchors. Every other athletic uh, uh, program, you know, the softballs, the swimmings, the wrestling. Yeah, they pay for all that. Right. And what what happens if there is no college football? Mm -hmm. And again, you know, it it seems, yeah, come on, it's four months away. But we we, we simply, we just don't, we don't know enough right now. And that's what's so frustrating. It's hard to make plans. But, but, you know, there, there are, you know, doomsday scenarios for college athletic programs. I think... In sports in general, I mean, I'll, I'll you know look even in golf like around the world. Say European Tour, which we carry on Golf Channel, the Spanish Open, French Open, Italian Open. They're great tournaments, exotic locales. They produce some really good players through the years. The, the great European Ryder Cup teams. Um, you know, if, if you're uh, BMW, which is, you know, sponsors a number of tournaments around the world, uh, if, if you're Mercedes Benz. And you're you're not making cars. You're you're not employing people. The economy's come to a grinding halt. Are you going to be sinking money, sponsorship money, into professional sports? What kind of a look is that? Uh, I you know I, I think athletes are have are, are going to have to be prepared. And again, this is relative to take. 
some sort of a haircut financially, and, and I, I'm, I'm sure that elicits a response from your audience, like, oh, boo-hoo, instead of making, you know, a million five for winning, you're making 900000 But uh, I, I think you get the point that, I, that I'd be curious to see what the response is from uh, 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 the corporate world with respect to sponsoring sports. Are, are companies going to be going to the Barclays Center or to the Wells Fargo Center and are they spending you know, half a million a year for a 20-person suite to go watch the 76ers play the king? I don't know. Uh, the, the, the other school of thought is that you know, corporations will be incentivized and will be encouraged to, to try as best as they can to resume, to resume uh, uh, business as usual because it will be good for everyone. It will be good for the economy. If they're spending money, if they're taking that suite at the Barclays Center, then, then they're employing, you know, another 15 to 20 people who serve drinks and food and, and so forth. So I, I, don't, I don't know how that's all going to play out, but I mean, you know, this, this really has decimated uh, the sports world. And of all the industries, this, this, is, this is one, you know, along, I think, with the cruise industry, uh, and that there are probably others that, you know, and, and restaurants, obviously, and theater, where, where you know, you, you're, you wonder... Um, what will happen you know, two and three years down the road? How quickly are people going to uh, be inclined to gather in in in, in arenas and, and, and closed spaces? I, those are those are tough questions to answer right now. Uh, until until we have, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable until I knew that I had some sort of a green light. You know pass the magic wand over my body or his body or her body who's ever coming into the building or the restaurant and until I can know that, okay, you're good, you're in. And that's probably coming, right, Tony? I mean, something like that. Some companies working on that right now. Har- Harry's Jonesing. He's, he would have been out and bought three new drivers and a couple of <laughs> long putters by now and several dozen boxes of Pro V1s. He's Jonesing. I mean, he actually was out playing golf. A couple of weeks ago, for, for the first couple of weeks, I was. Yeah, he yeah. was out there sneaking up, but he, you know, until he's the a cops came and shut our course down. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think about that? What, what, what's your What's your take? I mean, should you be allowed to go play? Well, I think they're. I mean, they're playing. I know guys are playing in New York, and New York's been decimated as a state and as a yeah. city, way worse than Pennsylvania. So it's kind of, you know, it's case by case. I just think that, like, like with you were what you were saying, like social distancing, like playing tennis is a good social distancing sport. One guy's on one side of the court and the other guy's on the yeah. other. Or what have you. Golf kind of fits in with that, too, and I think it would be a great. What's the difference between going out on a hike on a, in a public park, which are packed with people, by the way, now right. every weekend, than going on your golf course and playing as a twosome and walking? Not there, no, you know I, what I mean, like, it's, I don't a fair, it's a fair point. Yeah, it's it really is. Point. Uh, Rich, the uh, biggest like question, talk, though, the biggest question, though, is and the one everybody's worrying about. We talked with Jim Nance about, hey, you know, how about the possibility of having two masters within five months? Do you think, yeah. again, we're all just guessing here, but we're talking November now. Do you see the masters being played in your world, a vision of, you know, even if you can't allow all the people there and the pimento sandwiches have to go away, will there be, do you see golf in November at Augusta National? Again, uh, I like the idea, like everyone else. Uh, I mean, Masters in April, as they always said, is, is like Christmas in December, right? I mean, it's a staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but given the circumstances, we'll, we'll wait a little bit longer if we have to because it's, it's such a beloved American sporting event. 
Do I see it happening? Uh, I'd be cautiously optimistic with or, or without fans. It'll be a television home run. Uh, you know, they'll, uh, you know, Masters, uh, you know, and followed by an, an SEC football game. It'll be, a, you know, a blockbuster television day and week. Uh, um, uh, but, look, the Masters has some uncertainty uh, in, in that, you know, some experts have said we could see a return in the fall and the colder months. Uh, but, but um, yeah, I would love for it to happen. I think, uh, you know, we all wanted to see Tiger defend. Uh, you, so I'll, I'll, I'll be cautiously optimistic that, that it happens. But, but certainly no guarantee, Tony. The great Rich I, uh, the, I almost said Rich Eisen, the great Rich Learner, who he, can't even get back to the Eisen. Lehigh Valley That's or Philadelphia right. during all of this. Yeah, I, uh, I'd love to be in Philly. I'm, I've run out of things, uh, you know, to eat here uh, <laughs> or ideas of, of what to make. I, I'd love to get myself a D'Alessandro's cheesesteak. Oh, yes. Tone. Right on Ridge uh, Avenue. Oh, yeah. absolutely. They, they had the great Stella Artois and chicken cheesesteak special for eight fifty last year. You can't beat that Tone, deal with know, a stick. Tone, you got you have time for a quick D'Alessandro story? It's kind of funny. We have a D'Alessandro's cheesesteak update yeah. from Henry yeah. Avenue, ladies and gentlemen. Then we could go to Walnut Lane down. and play some golf. Exactly. Right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, I, I was doing a St. Joe's, a St. Joe's, they say in Philly, I was doing a St. Joe's game, St. Joe's Temple a couple of years ago up on Hawk Hill. And Delisandros is maybe a seven-minute drive from Hawk Hill over you know, to Roxborough. And it's a corner joint. It's like a row home, which is classic Philadelphia. And they've been serving cheesesteaks you know, out of it you know, for, for many years. And, and if you go at, um, you know, at 1, 2 in the afternoon, the lunch crowd, and, and there's a line out the door. And it's businessmen and women and working people and just a great mix. People want to get their hands around a, a, a cheesesteak. So I find... Uh, my way in, and I, I get a spot at the counter. Which is hard to get. You have to swivel, wait. Yep. Right, right. I, uh, those swivel chairs, always with a hole in it, because <laughs> the place is 40, 50 years old. But you sit, and now the, the waitresses are, they're, they've been around for a <laughs> long time. And they're machines. And they're, they're machines. To, and they're, right, they're trying to manage the traffic. And they don't have a lot of time for screwing around. You better be ready with your order. <laughs> yep. When she comes up, 60 years old, hair up in a bun, uh, bifocals, and the pen is out, and the paper, and she's right, go. I want cheesesteak with, and out. Five seconds, get it done, and Boom. she moves on. <laughs> so there, there are two guys sitting next to me. They're in green work uniforms. They had just come from the factory, wherever they were. They were probably 30 years old. They'd already had a couple in them, you know, and they said, <clears throat> The, the waitress comes up, elbows on the table, and she's, what do you want? Use. What do you want? want? <laughs> what do you want? And now they start in a dialogue. And say, in real Philly, they say, well, all right, so we're bringing how many back, Joey? Four? No, well, they want three. Did he want the chicken cheese? Stick? No, well, the other guy told me, and she says, I am not making this up. She says, I don't give a shit. Tell me what you want. <laughs> That's it. He just looked at him and said, I don't give a shit. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Did I say that on radio? Yeah, well, you're already dead at this point. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Uh, you know, people, now, people who are golfers, are li- listen, I'm not even a golfer. I love golf. This is stuff people are talking about. It's a staple of every weekend. Right? 
People saying we're bitching yeah, about we, it. We're not bitching about everything here. We're only bitching about some things today. We're looking at all the good things in life. Jeepers. Uh, I miss, you know, it, it's bizarre. <laughs> I mean, with, with sports, Tony, I, I miss simple little goofy things. I'm a box score lover. I love the NBA. I love college basketball. Mm-hmm. I miss looking at a box score to see if Jay Crowder went three of seven from the floor in 26 hard. <laughs> Hard-fought minutes. Or Ben Simmons <laughs> made a like, jump shot. I'm, right. Yeah. I, I'm lost. I'm lost without my box scores, you yeah. know. And, and uh, I mean, I, I watched the horse competition last night. That's sad. That was brutal. Uh, that was brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I, you know, at the risk of sounding cliched, I do, uh, you know, I certainly uh, am thinking about, um, there's there's tremendous uh, heartache and, and and hardship out there right now, uh, and and you know the people on the front lines. I mean, I I can't even wrap my head around what they're doing, uh, what they're going through. The the nurses and doctors and, and EMTs and first responders, and, and I I really hope we rethink how uh, all of these quote unquote e- essential workers. Uh, are are treated uh, now and when we come when we come out of this. Absolutely, that, that would be you know that would absolutely be be my hope and and hats off to to all those people who are fighting the brave fight out there because uh, this is uh, this is nuts. Well, Rich, it's always great to talk to you, man. Great to catch up. But I know we don't have any golf. We don't have anything of anything except polls about bats and rats on our. Uh, on our stream today. But that's, that's what we're doing. We're trying to have fun, trying to make people laugh and, and enjoy life and take it. The sun's out now. The mm-hmm. rain is gone. So we look for positives here. We're not about negativity. But it's always great to catch up with you, Rich. Stay safe down there, friend. Look forward to coming back on, Tom. Good luck with the show. Thanks, Thanks Rich. There he is, Rich Lerner from the Golf Channel down there in Orlando. Yeah, man. Could be worse places to be. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying? But even Disneyland, Disney World, everything's shut down. Yeah, and I've heard him do uh, college basketball games periodically. He's good. He is good. That's why we have him yeah. on. We don't just put any schlep on the show. Well, sometimes we do. It's Tony and Howard coming back. Phone's open, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. What is on your sports mind? We'll take calls next. Stick around. You know, one of the bad places to be right now is where Riddle has decided to sleep. Sleep. Well, he's he's hunkered down because of the lightning and thunder that he says is coming. No, it's gone. It's look at the sky. There's no, not a cloud in the sky. It's he, clear. I believe Riddle before I believe looking out at the sky. He and can he, feel the barometric has pressure cho- rising. He has chosen to hunker down right by. Uh, Joe Krause's feet. Oh, yeah. Look, he's just right in the middle of the floor there. The worst possible space because Joe can't stand still. He's constantly rocking. I mean, talk about a, a cat choosing to stay right underneath the rocking chair. Joe's rocking back and forth. He's going to get stepped on. I know. I can't believe that's oh. where he's sitting. Did he get up now? No. He's just right there. He's just. This is his staying, house, remember. Staying close to the ground. This is this is like you know this is his domain. This is like going yeah. into the cat cage right. down there in Oklahoma at the with Joe uh, Exotic at the zoo. Exactly. Poor the, guy. The rat is laying a biblical beat, beat down. down on the back. Yes. Right now, now, 
That's a good poll. It's I almost eighty-two percent. I knew this. I knew that bats were not ro- uh, rodents. Uh, a lot of people think that bats and rats are from the same family, no, they're not. but they're not at all. Rats are from. I mean, rats. Yes, rats are the rodent family, which is yes. groundhogs. Um, groundhogs. Like you realize, and- Gus, the annoying Pennsylvania yeah. lottery groundhog. Right. He's a big rat. Nutria. You know what nutria are? No. Is that is that a groundhog? Yeah, it's, they're like they're they, they're like from a, the south. They're yeah. big in the south, but now they've infested Virginia. But and they Maryland. have a lot of meat on them, so and nutria meat is them. actually good to eat. They're big. They're gigantic. Yeah. Did you make that change on the index card? Yeah, to fifty-seven twenty-five. Yeah, nutria. Bats, nutria. Look it up. Huh? Bats are in the order of Chiropteras. Chiropteras. C H I R O P T E R A. Chiroptera, Chiroptera. Who do I family? look like in there? Uh, I don't know. But there's over 1,200 species, different types of bats. These things look like beavers. Yeah, the nutrients. They're the huge. Yeah, they're humongous. And you know, big. down where my son lives in, in Maryland, yeah. in the waterways there, right. they have signs. You, you, they want people to kill them yeah. because they just procreate and then they destroy fishing and, and, oh, really? and wildlife. Because they're so large, they don't have a natural predator up here, whereas yeah. down in South America, they do. That's where they're from, South America mm-hmm. originally? Yeah. They're an invasive species, but they're Oh, gigantic. yeah, that's what it says. Mammals are native to South America. Nutria sounds like yeah. a new drug for low T down on, the, uh, down on their luck But they're males. like, <laughs> the nutrias are the size of a small dog. Yeah, they're huge. And you see them in the water. And you look mm-hmm. in the waterways in Maryland, in the eastern shore, they have signs posted. Yeah. You know, they want people to kill these Hunt things. Hunt those suckers. But people eat them, though, too. It's not Ugh. like just kill them for killing really? them. Yeah, yeah, no, but they're good. They're they, good eats. I mean, would you, would you eat you've no. eaten rabbit before, haven't you? No. You've never eaten no. rabbit? Never eaten oh, they're rabbit. delicious. Rabbit was a pet of my first pet. You think I'm going to be <laughs> no, eating I wouldn't eat rabbit either? I wouldn't eat rabbit. I've had rabbit. I've had. I don't like to call, think of them as rabbit, though. I think of them as hair. When you say hair, I don't it eat sounds, hair. Yeah, it sounds much nicer than your eating teeth a rabbit. And stuff, you yeah, know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> they kind of look like really big guinea pigs. Yeah, they are. They're huge. Yeah, fair with them, Marvin. Nutria. So one caller on the fo- on the board. Who do we have there? Oh, the, the official man himself. Who? Our boy AJ down in San Antonio. He's, he's he's the man who pretty much has produced most of the the material in the studio. Not only that, but he's kept us going. AJ in San Antonio, pretty much sole by himself, kept the the Twitch show running until we were able to get over to SiriusXM, and we thank him. You know when. Uh, when Sid Mark, Sid Mark, when Sid Rose and Sid Mark, <laughs> it's Friday with Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> Friday with Frank. Sundays with Sinatra. Sid Mark, Friday we're talking about legends. Yeah. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Little did we know, Harry Mays, that our fictitious poll of rat or bat, which was all spawned, so to speak, by the story out of New York today that bats have turned on each other since there's no food in the subways because nobody's using it. And so now they're eating each other and uh, they're fighting to the death in the subways. We have maybe have a pay-per-view. It would, it would have been better than horse showing live footage of rats fighting yeah. and eating each other. I would watch that. I would too. I'd watch that before <laughs> yes. I'd watch another horse episode. And you could get, get Sid to do the play-by-play. <laughs> No, get Bob Mennery. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. You know He's out in California, though. You'd have to bring him in. We need to catch the rats ahead of time and put, like, little miniature T-shirts on them so that they can be yeah. – uh, you can you can have them be uh, sponsored. Mm. 
and then send them off on their way. So we have a, a dumb poll question, which we don't normally do on the show. But it's blowing up. Yeah. There's a lot of reaction to the poll and question. And it's not even close, no. Tony. It is the rats are running away <laughs> with it, Harry. <laughs> now here is somebody, Jeff Van Sloten, said that bat, because it's closer to chicken. No, it's not. No, it's not, Jeff. If you prepare it the right way, Robin. No. Oh, yeah. No. By the way, somebody sent me a story from last year that in Chicago, they raided this truck that had like thousands of pounds of rat meat from Africa. So people are importing rat meat into this country. For so what? there is a yeah. market for rat meat. Wait a minute. Don't we have enough rats? We don't need to import rat meat, do we? I don't or know. Are well, these they are breeding? probably special kind of rats. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know but, whether the African rats are better than the New York rats. Who's, who's eating this stuff? Is it, is it fed to animals or is it fed to I have no humans? idea, Harry. This is, is uh, this why it's a good reason that Tony doesn't eat any of the meat from those little uh, street corners yeah, in New I York? Yeah, when, yeah. I see those, when I see a, a, a food truck in New York yeah. where they got like sticks of skewers, I have no idea what's on there. No, no, no. That's why I never buy meat on a stick. I have no idea what the hell that is on there. Even Stallone probably doesn't eat the meat on the stick after he had that rat burger in Demolition Man. <laughs> Would I you wouldn't. Eat it? I wouldn't eat the hot dogs out of those carts anymore. No, I the used ones to. in the water, the ones I in the water, to. in the dirty yeah. water, the, the sabrettes. No, those are good, Harry. I used to eat that when I was in college, but I probably you, wouldn't man. do that now. It's ridiculous, Harry. Yeah, that's soft, man. I'm freaked out about stuff. Let's go now. to a man down there. When when Sid Rosenberg was on and says, "Is there anything you haven't done?" He came up with the correct answer. I have not been to the basement of the Alamo Dome. Let's go to AJ <laughs> down there at the Alamo Dome. AJ, what's going on? Did they ever find the bicycle? In the basement of the Alamo Dome for Pee Wee from B- Big Pee Wee's Playhouse, the original one, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Wow, that is bad Pee Wee knowledge. It's the basement of the Alamo, Tony. I know not the Alamo Dome because they do have a basement there. The basement of the Alamo <laughs> is where his bike. They do is have going. a basement there now. In the Alamo. They do. I was amazed when I was in San Antonio how small I the know, Alamo everybody is. is. Like you're wa- you're walking down the sidewalk, and all of a sudden I look to my right, and oh, there's the Alamo. Yeah. I thought it would be a lot bigger. You're isn't, right. Everybody isn't the has the underground says the same part thing. bigger though. You don't go underground. Yeah, they've they've got underground infrastructure. The only thing left of the Alamo Fort is the Alamo. I mean, if you're standing in front of the Alamo, you're inside the fort as it existed back during you know the battle. I mean, you, the, all the walls are gone now. They've got you know, a wax museum, tourist crap. You've got streets, and so they tore all that stuff down. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. It is an outrage. And i got to blame Pee Wee Herman. I think he's the guy that destroyed the whole Alamo mystique. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, I totally agree. And excuse me if I'm trying not to cough into the phone, so I don't want to infect the chat room. <laughs> Wait, do you have, do you have okay. COVID-19? No, 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 no. I, I did test positive for cold 45 malt liquor in both fists. Well, that's a good job out of you, man. I would be completely disappointed if you didn't. Wow. Now, what's the big uh, yeah. beer? Now, the big beer down there in in San Antonio. What's the what's the number one beer? Uh, I eat for, oh God, I mean, it, it obviously it's all about taste, but I mean, Lone Star. You yeah. know, Lone yeah. Star is the big one. Shiner down there. Bach with, with the long neck. Shiner Bach. Shiner Bach is big. Shiner Bach knowledge there, Harry. Yeah, that's that's now big you down heard there. that there's a new beer here and in Pearl. Philadelphia. Did you hear yeah, about did this you hear beer? About the new beer? No. Um, no. Is it COVID nineteen? No. 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 <laughs> you know they like to stay topical. There's a beer uh, brewery called Evil Genius Beer Company. Oh, yeah, have you heard right of them? here in Fishtown. Yes. Yeah. Well, they have a new beer. The inti- this is a long title for the beer. It's, c- it's called Felt Cute, 
might feed my husband to a tiger later. I don't know. How are you going to put that on a label? How's that going to fit on a label? That's the entire, and it's in it's in honor of the Tiger King. So yeah. they have a new and Tiger drink, King beer. It doesn't take like Tiger King. Yes, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you drink enough of that beer, you're not going to be able to re- read that label. That's too long. That's too much reading for a beer. Yeah, now, would you now, because there's a lot of you know specialty beers. Mm-hmm. Now apparently they they're open. You can go and pick it up. Like in the morning, they only open for a couple of hours. I yeah. gotta get some of that and drink it on the show. But that's like it might as well be called Carol Baskin beer. <laughs> they're coming. That's coming out next. Well, right. it she is goes a, to jail. Yeah. When they arrest her, they'll make a beer. It is a special edition pale ale, so it's perfect for you, Tony. Yeah, it's like still not strong ales. enough for me. I like. I prefer. I prefer mine a little more. Uh, Exotic. Exotic. Yeah. Well, it's Joe Joe Exotic. (laughs) Now, they also do, wait, they have, uh, there's a quick sip and order delivery. You can order it directly from quick quicksipdelivery.com, and then they can just Is that like an Instacart for booze? Yeah, for beer. Dude, they should deliver it to the house here. We're not that far. Yeah, we're getting. I just gave them a plug. We're getting our shipment, uh, I think, the end of this week. Getting booze? Yeah. Oh, from from the other day. I forget what website. uh, Okay. If, ordered if, from, but. if they're getting rid of the grotto, how come they don't turn the wine cellar into the new grotto? I know. Did you That's see the point. Vi- did you see the pictures of this? It's on TMZ. Yeah. I saw it. I mean, it's the guy outrage. gutted everything. He gutted yeah. the grotto. My DNA was in there. You know that. Did you realize that? You My know that, DNA was yeah. in the grotto. That property it backs up to the Los Angeles Country Club. I know it There's does. There's a tea box right across Tony, the... If you had anybody sleep in your guest room after I left in August... They're probably immune to COVID nineteen. <laughs> no, we clean up. I always wash the sheets every yeah, night. You needed, you needed to run a black light on those sheets after I left. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, wait a minute, you were alone. <laughs> so you thought, Tony? So you thought? Uh, and if I can, if I can chime in on your poll. Yes, poll question uh, of the day. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Rat on that one. I gotta go. Rat. Rat or bat? If you were starving. Rat. And you had no food source, and the only things available to you were rats in your room, as the great Joey Reynolds had that song. Remember Rats in My Room? I'm going to have to play that. I it was a Philly DJ one. named yeah, Joey that. Reynolds. No, I, I was in Belize in 2004, and there's no cows around, but they're selling street tacos down there in Belize. And uh, I don't believe sure there, man. it was rat in there. I, Robin and I were in Belize. We did a lot of stuff there, but I didn't eat any kind of meat on a stick or meat that I couldn't identify. Oh, that's a good move for you. That's what I do, man. That's why I'm a good traveler. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, this is my first call on the Satellite Show. Congratulations. Let me give you a roaring round of applause, sir. Shout out. Shout out to all my dogs in the chat room. Beautiful. And don't forget all my dogs down there in San Antonio, baby, where they have Boober Eats down there. We were talking about it last week. They have that down there? I thought Boober. that was just up in uh, Oregon. No, it's all, all, the, all the adult establishments are having women from the strip clubs deliver food to people. And they call it Boober Eats. Right, it started in Portland, though, I, I think, think with, it a, with a strip yeah. joint out there. Yeah. Exactly. They're giving out lap dances here with Happy Meals, Tony. Well, you know, the kids have to be happy, too. You know, you got to give them something to now do. Now, that's for Dad. Well, yeah. the kids like it, too, Robin. <laughs> As long as there's no contact lap dances. Right. You know what I mean? What's the point? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, good call. What's the point? What's the point? Hey, the weather's, be- weather's beautiful down here. It's a sultry 65 degrees. Beautiful, nice. man. I miss clear it. Clear as a bell. I got to get down. The, the sky is perfectly clear now, so whatever the storm system was that was passing, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It is gone, ladies and gentlemen. I can see clearly now. The I, rain played, is gone. I played tennis yesterday. Going to play tennis tomorrow. It's a good, 
See, that's a good social distancing sport. I was talking about that with John yes. Clark. Why can't, we comp- why can't we mm, differentiate? No, 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 because you still have to use the same ball. You're so picking what? up the ball. Well, if you're touching it back and forth, well, you know, and then you sweat, and then you're wiping your face. No, but you know see? the two uh, people get a test, and yeah. then they, you go out and get a test, and then you get a tattoo on your head. Right. To make sure that you passed <laughs> it, or you have a Like the ash on Ash Wednesday. Exactly. Everybody's got to yeah. get like a, a little red mark on their head or something. Mm-hmm. A fake. It's uh, gonna be like the stamp they put you on it. When you know when you leave a club, they right. put that stamp so yeah. that you can walk back. But in. it's got to be permanent on your wrist. I want a permanent yeah. star on there, a permanent red star to know that I don't have uh, the coronavirus. No. They oh. gotta they gotta have the shape of your bald head, Tony. That's the that's the symbol for the if you you pass the test. They're gonna have to pay for that though. I ain't giving that away for free, buddy. <laughs> Uh, that, is, that, is, that a, is that a copyright violation? Absolutely. Yeah, That's a violation right. sensation is what that is. Exactly right. AJ, it's great to talk to you, man. Stay safe down there. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Let's give him a roaring round of applause again. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures on TMZ of this Playboy Mansion. The overhead. construction. Yeah. It's awful. They're, and they're spending a million dollars to – now, the mansion's still the more same. more than that. No, just on the, uh, on the grotto and the exteriors. He's cleaning that whole place out. I think it would be even more than that. No, that's what it says on the story. I'm only going by because that's what they filed paperwork. You know, they had to get permits to do this. Yeah, of course. And so they have they put drones up, and you can see the Playboy Mansion, the grounds where Robin and I were. That should be a museum. I know. It should be the new sex museum. (laughs) You know, you talk about there's a museum of sex in New York. Yeah. How can the Playboy Mansion? Well, it's a private property now. Well, yeah, it's of course it's in Bel Air, right? Yes, and you know if you go there. It's like in the you can't find it. It's like back in the out. Well, there's all these big hedges and stuff exactly. you can't even you, see. And when they do the tours of the Playboy Mansion, mm-hmm. you would never in a me if you were driving around, you would never know where it was. Right. Because it's just a private driveway on a little cul-de-sac, and there's two driveways next to each other. But then it goes back into the area where the mansion. You can see the mansion in the picture if you're watching on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And then the grotto is the way in the picture. back. It shows you the grotto, and he had a zoo back there too. You know. Oh, have. he did. Remember, Robin yeah, it's sort of in the woods behind. You can't like quite see it. Like a little petting zoo? Yeah, you think yeah. Joe Exotic was the first guy to attract <laughs> chicks with, with animals right. in his backyard? Hef. <laughs> they had parrots and snakes and uh, little monkeys. Except Hef was getting, like, beautiful Playboy bunnies, not meth addicts with no teeth to right. go and <laughs> hang out with him. <laughs> exactly. In Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jeez. Stuff works, man. I'm glad I was there before it was shut down, Harry. Another thunder thing off my bucket list. I remember seeing that picture of you. <laughs> Well, you're like you're like in pajamas or something, and you have like cl- what are the what kind of shoes did you have on? Like clogs? No, he was wearing the European sandals, I was like Euro the grandpa trashing. sandals. Yeah. I was Euro trashing it out with the rest I'll of the cop- the rest of this cast. It's very staff. questionable. Attire. That was good stuff. You know how many chicks I scored that weekend? Yeah. We're coming back. Lots more still ahead. The great Scotty Farrell off the bench and into the show next hour. More of your calls. It's a Monday. Tony Bruno live. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the photograph of you. There's a lot of pictures. Me playing the pinball machine in the in the in the game room. Tony Bruno show. You know what? I have reads I I think not only are you being throttled back on Twitter, but I swear stuff has been disappearing of you off of Images too. How's that possible? Do you see the one picture where they point out where the grotto is? It's dry. I mean, obviously they drained it. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, it's not a whole bad idea to uh, 
completely sanitize that area anyway. No, they opened it up because it was, you know, it was it was covered. It was basically a swimming pool that went underneath rocks, and there were rocks above it. So the garage in the staff area garage is getting a four hundred thousand, four hundred one thousand dollar renovation do over. See, there's the grotto there. Did you see this picture here? Oh, there's us as dressed up as Hef and a Playboy bunny. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. So there's, I'm trying to find the other one. There's, this is a more recent photograph. This was like a year or two ago. Yeah, but not at the Playboy Mansion. I know, I'm trying to find it. So that's you and me dressed up as a Playboy bunny. And then this was right after Hef died. This was your homage to Hef. Exactly. And, wow. Let me see if it's in, in Grotto. Playboy Grotto? 30 to the top, Stenmark. Thank you, Philly Mick. It was a good picture, I have to say. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is a Monday. Welcome, everybody. Hope you had a good Easter weekend. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays. It is the 5 o'clock hour now on the East. Happy hour. You know who's going to join us on the show tomorrow, right? Um, no. The great Amy Trask will be with us. Friend of the show, good friend from way back in the day with the Raiders. You want to talk about someone, Amy Trask knows more about NFL than pretty much 90% of the men who think they know oh, yeah. the NFL. She does a pregame show, too, on With CBS, CBS yes, Sports she does. Network, right? She's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And she's I've the nicest, she's nicest person, yeah, too. Good. So, yeah, tomorrow we have uh, Steve Zabin, Tim Brando confirmed, and Amy Trask. Wow. Yeah, great Tim line. Brando nice. coming back on the show. <laughs> it's like all reunion uh, month here. As I said, if I bring back all the people I've ever worked with, this show will be on until the end of time, Harry. We could do this for another 50 years. Well, at least to get us to when sports comes back. <laughs> oh my, God. my God. When sports comes back, we're not going to – We would we don't need, need the, any guests. We don't need all that, that many guests, right? They're all doing the same thing we are. Yeah, but uh, Joe in uh, Palm Harbor checks in on Twitter. Uh, follow us at Tony Bruno Show, at Harry Mays TU. He says that most of the golf courses in Palm Harbor – which is like in the Clearwater area, yes. Tony. You know where it is. Absolutely. Are open, excluding Innisbrook, which is that big resort. Isn't that where Tiger is a member there? Is, now, what's the one where he's a big member? Well, he's at Medalist, which okay. is uh, over on the east side near Jupiter. Single riders in carts with no extra charge. They don't wash the balls. You can't touch the flag stick. And then they have the hole cut so you can't even reach into the cup. Like you 
There's How like do you a, get your ball well, back? they put like uh, PVC piping into the golf hole when it sticks up about oh, a half inch, so, so the ball doesn't the, go into the so cup. So when and you're you making like a in. forty footer, you don't hear the thing no. pop out and ring around and then hit the bottom, and then the, you go crazy by yourself pretending that you just won the Masters. No, it's if it hits the pl- the plastic <laughs> tubing, it's good. Okay, so it doesn't even have to go in the hole. Right, right. So how do you know if it went in the hole? Well, it's, it's, if, if it touches the PVC piping, it's as good as in the hole. I'll go to a, I'll go to a little mini golf thing if I'm going to do that. It what, was, in the clown's mouth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the window? Oh, it was close enough. Pick it up. <laughs> right. Close enough. <laughs> good, good. Harry, it's six yeah. feet away. Do I have to putt this? No, that's no, good. No, I just that's pick good. it up. It's in the leather, Tom. <laughs> it's in the leather. <laughs> anyway... We got all kinds of stuff going on this hour. Oh. We've got. Uh, I mentioned the grotto. People are, are mourning the death. Did you see this over the weekend? Uh, Scotty Farrell's going to join us in this hour. You know, horse racing is still going on, Harry. And I've been I telling know. everybody. Yeah. Did you see what happened at Gulfstream Park over the weekend I on did Saturday? Not. Gulfstream Park, beautiful racetrack in Florida. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, they had you know they have the fifty cent pick fives. Now, you know, you like exotics. I like, not Joe Exotic. I like exotic. You know, you do mm-hmm. this a trifecta, this part wheels. Is. And, yeah. So they have a pick five at Gulfstream on Saturday. Somebody played a 50 cent pick five, which means I think you have this five consecutive races, I believe that is. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know how much he won on a 50 cent pick five? 50 grand. $524,966.50. Wow. On a 50 cent pick five. That is the, that's the fifth highest pick five in North American horse racing history. In race one, it was a $20,000 claiming race. The 73 to 1 long shot, Freddie Soto. Uh, Not Juan Soto. No, no uh, was the winner. He was followed with another upset win. Union Lane at 34 to 1 took race two. Mm hmm. Um, he's a babe paid seventy-five dollars. Is that one of Joe Exotic's pals there? He's yeah, a right. babe. Not the fabulous sports babe. <laughs> no, he's a babe. Sorry. How can he be a babe? <laughs> is it was it a gelding? What kind of horse was it? I have no idea. The horse didn't say, know what, ge- what gender it was? No, you can say babe to a guy. Hey babe. Yeah. He's a babe. Yeah. And who says he's a babe? He's a hunk when you talk about a male, no, right? No, I could I would say hey babe. It's not hey babe, it's he's a babe. <laughs> Who says How he's a babe? Babe but Ruth was a he. Well, that's true. He's yeah. a babe. Anyway, so he's a babe. Enzo Express <laughs> paid $7.40 to win the fourth race, and Lashara paying $5.40 in the fifth race. So, so he won all five. Of, but the couple of later races were favorites, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven, yeah. yeah. Enzo Express, Italian dude, I think, $7.40, and then Lashara paid only $5.40 in yeah. the fifth race. So the early major upset, 73-1 to one long shot, and then another big long shot at 34 to 1. And so you combine all five. Yeah. The guy won a half a million dollars. Now, the highest record ever for a pick five was in August of 2013 at Louisiana Downs for 889,726 cents. Man. Eight, yeah, eight, nine, eight, eight, yeah. Nine, 726, 15. And 15 cents. Almost a million dollars. Wow. I picked a bad month to stop gambling on horses, yeah. Harry. We're Let's, worried about the Derby, which isn't going to happen for a while, if at all. Well, and now there'll be people are playing pick fives. Where they they temporarily uh, schedule it for like Labor Day weekend, I think the I Derby. Guess. But I I mean, people are saying, "Well, happen. there's no sports." Yeah. How about that sports? Yeah, you can bet on it too. 
Now, the fourth floor stall checks in on Twitter. I'm sure that's a bad – well, actually, there's nobody there. So no, there's nobody be there. They don't even need the fan on in the fourth floor store anymore in the old building there on City Line I Avenue. I don't think so. Uh, says there was so much Bruno DNA in the grotto, the water looked like egg drop soup. No, nah, come no, on. That just, that's just wrong, that's man. That's just awful. That is wrong. How could you even read that, Harry? This is a family program. Trust me. When you got in the grotto, I would always envision Ron Jeremy was right. in there. You know who else was in there? You go back to the old school guys. Well, Holmes. John Holmes. Not just, no, I'm talking about like Rat Pack guys. Oh, 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 oh yes, yes, guys. yes, Sammy Davis. You know who else? Bill Frank. Cosby was yeah, in there. Of course. For sure. Bill Cosby was in there. Oh. Just think. You know when I'm I, sure they cleaned it the out. The one and only times. time that I went into the grotto, um, when Tony took me there for a big event that he was hosting, guess who I met? Ron Jeremy. Ron oh, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> he he seems to live there. This was a high dollar event. You hang out oh. with me, how you never know who you're going to run into. <laughs> you. It actually was a really high dollar was event. It? Yeah, no, but he just goes to everything. Yeah. There. You know, Ron Jeremy probably has antibodies for about a dozen illnesses right now, so he's probably safe. Oh, yeah, he's you safe. You think, right? He's good to go. <laughs> Meanwhile, the phone number is 215 462 Tony. 215 462 8669. Welcome all the people uh, on Twitch at uh, Tony Bruno Show on twitch.tv. They're always active on there, all of our great followers. And of course, on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show and on Instagram. Tony Bruno Show 1. Harry Mays is at Harry Mays TU. Mm-hmm. Am I right now? Yes. yes. And for those of you who are not familiar with Twitch, it is a fantastic way to interact with the show via um, chat room. So it's where our chat room is at. And uh, I think it's where Kyle Larson got in trouble over the weekend racing his car is. and then uh, dropping end bombs. But just download the app. Not realizing he was on the air. Download the app. It's free. Um, just download the app and you can talk back and forth with us throughout the show. Now I'm going to have to do what Dan Patrick does on the show. I don't want to steal Dan's thunder, so to mm. speak. But, you know, he has a poll question every day, and he's had forever since he's been on the air. Well, yeah, and uh, Lebitard puts up, like, 20 polls a I know. day on Twitter on each show. I got to get Lebitard on the show so I can rip him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love him. Because that's, why that's a real great selling point. Hey, yeah. Dan, no, come Dan on so I, I can rip you. Dan, I got another guy. Crazy guy, yeah. funny guy. You know, you can agree with him or disagree with him, but people listen to him. Mm-hmm. And so I got to get him on the show. Because the last time I saw him, we were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, remember? Right, right. And he wasn't here. He wasn't in Atlanta. He was in Miami. Correct. Doing his show from South Beach where he has a studio. Right. And so I walked by his set because Stu Gotts was there in Radio Row. And so, and, and his producer, who I know, was there. It's at the Clevelander is Exa- where the exactly studio right. is. Yeah. Exactly right. On yeah. South Beach. Right. And so his producer said, I said, should I walk by the sets and then, like, look into the camera? And his producer waved at me. He said, do it, do it. So I go and I walk, and Stu Gotts and his other guy were on the set. Mm-hmm. And I walked down, and I was like like a, one of these tourists who's walking by trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I look down on the camera, and then, he, and then he sees me, and he says, is that Bruno? <laughs> is that Bruno? So he puts the headset on, but he was going to break. And I said, I want to see you in Miami when I come down there where you live, Dan. And he was nowhere to be found. I know. Nowhere to be found, even in his hometown. Well, now they're doing the shows. They've got all the five or six people yeah, in their, everybody's in doing their own homes right. now. But when you put it on television, it's on one of the ESPN yeah, channels. Matter. They don't have cameras in each of them. So it's like Golik and Wingo's the same way. Like they just put up a graphic. They're and you're hearing the radio are show. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They don't have cameras on Mike Golick or no, Trey Wingo? No, they didn't, they didn't when they didn't I tuned in. They, they had cameras for horse, but they didn't have cameras That's for the morning show. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they're using Weird. all the cameras for the horse. Yeah, show. really. It is an outrage. Well, th- I know that 
when Sirius, when they had to do the lockdown in uh, New York, they were running out of these machines yeah. that allow them to hook into the main the mainframe. Everybody was doing shows yeah. from home. We had this stuff set up except for the, the serious equipment, which we put in in a week. But the best part is Roger Goodell stealing my thunder, Harry. Did you see the big announcement? No, I didn't. It was announced, you know, by uh, on, uh, on Pro Football Talk on NBC today that Roger Goodell, when he hosts the NBA NFL draft next Thursday and Friday, he will be doing it from his basement mm-hmm. at his home in North Bronx. It's actually Bronxville, New York, a suburb, suburb of New York City. Mm-hmm. There will be cameras in his house, and he'll be doing the draft picks from his own basement. So no that, way that it's as nice as ours. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. He only makes $44 million a year. <laughs> I but, bet you he doesn't have the wine selection we have in our wine cellar. Well, that's cellar. what I'm saying. It, does he have a wine cellar down there? I have no idea. He should. Because The you guy's see, a billionaire. Did you see when Tiger Woods was doing his thing with Nance yesterday? They yep. were, it was, of course, recorded. But right, yeah. Woods was in what I think was his simulator. He's got his own indoor, like, gigantic golf simulator. Well, of course he does. Yeah. Tiger Woods. But it was, like, kind of an odd backdrop. You saw, like, what looked to be, like, a bunch of putters, like, up against the wall. It was, like, kind, of a, kind of a weird spot to do the show. What should they have had behind there? A Denny's restaurant? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, but what was the place you used to go into with the waitresses? Perkins. Perkins yeah, Pancake Perkins. House? Yeah. yeah. And a couple House, of waitresses Perkins. standing around? Well, but I mean, <laughs> it was just odd. It just looked odd. Well, you know, not everybody puts in the, you know, the detail that we right. do here in the wine cellar. Not like everybody could, has Miss Robin to, you know, reuse Repurposed wine, wine boxes. Yeah. You could see that you know Nance was in his office, right? You know, you yeah, he said him. he was. Yeah. He's in his house in Pebble Beach. But one of the things that jumped out at me was Tiger Woods. It's, Nance asked him, "How many holes in one have you ever had?" And he said, 20. He's had twenty in his Tiger, career. Yep. But he hasn't had one since two thousand. In twenty years, he hasn't had a hole in one. Wow! So during the peak of his career and the best playing, when he's winning for fifteen majors, he hasn't had wow. a hole in one. He had them all before the year two thousand. That's wow. kind of amazing. Yeah, that it is. is amazing. You know, even I came close to one. I have one, and I suck. <laughs> but anyway, here's an update on our poll questionnaire. We have an update right now. If you're voting, go on our Twitter stream. At Tony Bruno Show. In the end of times, these meats are your only two options if you're looking for protein. Which one do you choose? Rat or bat? (laughs) Right now, 82% of the votes say rat. Only 18% say bat. You surprised there? I'm calling this precinct. Yeah. It's the not rat over is win. It's we over. We still have 23 hours left in this poll. I <laughs> want to hear from the entire world, not just the nation. <laughs> I want to hear from people on Twitter all over the world. We're running this stupid poll for 24 hours. <laughs> Anybody that chooses Pat, though, hey. really has not done any kind of homework. It, you know, it's They've earlier on the West Coast. It's dinner time now, and people are thinking of their food options here on the East Coast. On the West Coast, they're thinking about what's for dinner. Mm. Well, here's the other thing. Yes. Rats are way easier to catch than bats. You could probably just use a net to catch a bat, though, right? No, No, they they swerve out of the way. you got to go in the caves. You know a little bit too much about bats. I love bats. Yeah, that's... Bruno's cousin that. says Roger Goodell's wow. basement probably looks like Matt Lauer's office. No, I don't think so. I, don't think I love bats because I hate mosquitoes so much. Oh, okay. See? They serve a purpose, Aaron. They're not all mean-spirited animals who hang there and suck the blood from your necks. Mm. Only the good ones do that. We're coming back. Scotty Farrell, ladies and gentlemen, 
another legendary broadcaster. We'll pop open a cold one with him next, right here. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Riss Robin, a whole gang here in the South Philadelphia wine cellar where the storms have passed. It's Tranquility Base here on Sirius XM 211. Scotty Farrell. Look at this. Here's the strip club bull billboard of the year, Harry. In front of the Tex Mess Gentlemen's Club. Oh, yeah. Clothed till April 30th. C L O T H E D, Robin. Wow. You like that one? Yes. By the way, anybody listening on Twitch. Yes, um, not that's where the only place they can hear us right yeah, now. Yeah, but I don't want to replay the same commercial every single time on Twitch since people enjoy listening to us during the commercial breaks. But if you have not checked out, if you have any kind of <laughs> knee or elbow <laughs> problems um, and you've done all sorts of other things and, and you're putting on braces and stuff, check out GhostLeaves.com. No. It is in? fantastic. They really are. Uh, uh, can you grab... People have been you, saying okay. the, the, uh, the owner of Ghost Leaves contacted us saying people are actually ordering it already. You will be amazed at how fantastic it works. It's not a scam. I'm telling you. Well, I, I, uh, I did something to my knee when we were, getting, we were packing up and getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. And I was like, I can't, I can't not be able to walk going through the airport. And then I'm, I was worried about sitting and having it tense up while we were on the plane getting down to Miami. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to slip it on. And I totally forgot I had it on. By the time we, went, we got down to Miami and it was a long night getting in, checking in, uh, when I took my brace, my, my clothes off that night, totally forgot I had the brace on and I didn't have any pain. Truly amazing. How many followers you You see, the, you are an insider. When you are listening to the Twitch show, you get all the inside scoop when we are on a break. And you get to listen when somebody goes, hey, I got to go pee. <laughs> and all the other little behind the scenes. Hopefully you don't get all the behind the scenes stuff that we don't want you to hear, though. Because those exist as well. Um, what am I doing? I'm looking for something. Uh, there we go. I have to change. All these little things, getting ready for the other show. Next segment. There we go. F-E. I always forget Scotty Farrell's last name. I always want to say F-A, but it's F-E. I know. I got it. It's just that my first inclination is to s do it the other way. Whoops. Uh, let's ask our Twitch people. What did Scotty used to play at night? He used to play metal. What song is he known for? I'm sure somebody will tell us. Because that's what they do. Seems like he's on the he's on the air right now. He is four to six. Eastern time? Yeah. And how's he coming on? I don't know. Then how is he going to do this? Maybe he taped his ahead of time. Probably. Metallica, he would play. Pantera Cemetery Gates, somebody's saying. Okay. Oh, no, we're not going to have to do that tomorrow. Pantera? 
Somebody's saying Pantera Cemetery Gates. Do you want me to pull it up, Tony? Yeah, yeah, do that. Because it's hard for me to find on Amazon Music here. Wow, my neck. Yes. Oh. What wrong? My my back, like my neck, right here, all the way down to my upper back, is really hurting. Uh Enter Sandman. No, he doesn't play that. I love Enter Sandman. I know. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. I now have someone posted this on on Twitter. The strip club billboard of the year winner. It's a club called Tex-Mex, somewhere in Texas, I would assume. A gentleman's club. Their sign outside, the marquee, you know what it says? Sounds classy. Clothed. Till April 30th. That's pretty good. C-L-O-T-D till April 30th. That's brilliant marketing right now. (laughs) Very short, succinct, to the point. I wonder if they're doing the boober eats. They should be. People got to work, Harry. You see, we're in here working. Mm -hmm. Does that mean we're essential? Uh, Are we considered essential? People need entertainment, Tom. Damn right. Why are they coming here? (laughs) 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 This is just a pregame show for the... For the big Tiger uh, Joe, Joe Exotic special on Fox tonight at 9 o'clock. And The Bachelor for all you men and women who watch that. I would rather eat bat, a bat stuffed inside of a rat stuffed inside of a turkey. Mm. Remember when Madden used the to do turducken. the turducken? That was yeah. a turducken, yeah. That was a goose stuffed inside of a duck. No, what was it? A turducken? It was a turkey, turkey that was stuffed duck, by a and duck a chicken. and a chicken. Right. And then bam! And then John Madden would say, you see... You know who's doing a great job, and he always does? You see Frank Caliendo doing Summerall and Madden recreations of all videos now? Yeah. He does one all the time. He did one with the, the fight that I posted yesterday from last year in Atlanta mm-hmm. where the guy dressed up like the Easter Bunny was beating up some dude in the street. Did you see that video? Remember yeah, last I did. year? There was yeah. a dude in a, in a bunny costume, and there was some brawl of some fight in the street. And the, and the Easter Bunny guy goes out there, and he's oh. laying a beat down. I think that was in Orlando. Yeah, it was that Orlando was, yeah, or Atlanta. Yeah, I think it was in Orlando. And the guy was laying a beat yeah. down on a couple oh, of dudes in the street. Frank Caliendo did a John Madden, Pat Summerall play-by-play over that That's one. That's awesome. Which was brilliant. That's great. Meanwhile, he is here, ladies and gentlemen. Robin, can you play start the music, please? I want to remember the days when I used to listen to this man at late at night. And this would be playing in the background. Robin, music, please. And then you know what I do? I already opened it, Harry, like a Oh, you did? Yeah, can you pop open gonna, a beer, a Miller Lite right on, now? Hold on. We just pop one open, ladies right and there. gentlemen. Drinking our Miller Lite. It's happy hour. Joining us now from the desert. Comb the desert. He's somewhere sitting on a beach chair, sunning himself out in Vegas, all alone at this hour, the great Scotty Farrell. Scotty, Pantera, Cemetery Gates, was that your go-to back in the day? Man, so many of them, it's, it's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, I loved all of them. A lot of Metallica. Uh, I think I played more Metallica than I did Pantera, but I played every heavy metal band. I remember uh, when I was doing the show in L.A. Uh, back in the early 90s or whatever, uh, across the country, um, after Mel Kermerson had hired me, uh, I played um, Godsmack, and people just got so offended like I had, you know, uh, nailed Jesus to the cross or something. I mean, I got so much grief, and I got so many, uh, like, phone calls with program directors. I mean, you would have thought I was, like, 
kidnapping children. I mean, I was just constantly in trouble, and it was just it was just music. And I was like, you guys are such a bunch of wussies, you losers. And then when I uh, I eventually made it back to what CBS, and I'm doing CBS Sports Radio nationally, and those losers couldn't handle it either. When I went there, they wouldn't even let me do it. They're like, you can play 40 seconds of rock music, and then that's the end of it. And you can you can pour one beer per caller. We're gonna have to shut all that down because we're such dorks, and we are all a bunch of femmes and losers. And uh, our wives sleep with other people because we're so boring in bed. Uh, but we need you to shut it down, Scott. And listen, right after the show today, we're going to need you to have a meeting with our lawyers about your gambling problem. Uh, you can't just keep talking about sports betting on the air because some of the stations are very sensitive about that kind of stuff. Oh, my God, I wanted to kill myself. I mean, it's just, they've ruined radio. The only time I ever had fun doing radio ever in my life was when I was at Howard 101 on Sirius XF. The rest of my career, I've been absolutely miserable. No wonder people shoot themselves. I honestly, I honestly, I, it was the worst. The worst. I, my entire career, I might as well have been in Stan Quentin doing time. <laughs> you know, and that, that's exactly why I got out of the business four years ago and said, enough, enough of people standing over my shoulder telling me not to be myself anymore. This is what I've been oh, doing man. my whole life, and now you don't want me to be me anymore? You you are a genius. Like, what a titan you've been. I, I've always loved you, Tony and Harry. I mean, Tony, I've told you a million times when I see you in Vegas, uh, you were always ahead of the, uh, the curve, ahead of your time, and, and just brilliant. And I mean that uh, unequivocally, and I, I wouldn't kiss anyone's ass, because you were so smart because you had to deal with these moron idiots and you finally said, Pharrell, you, I've had it. See you later. I'm going to jump off a bridge. I, honestly, I've never met so many dorks in all my life. You can quote me on that, too. I still don't like them. I have, like, there's about three or four people in radio. Like, I'll tell you a funny story. One guy, so they started offering me lousy pay cuts, right? And, uh, and I, so I told the guy, I go, dude, I quit. See you later. Bye. <laughs> and then, so to make a long story short, this is, just happened recently in January. Two weeks before Christmas, guy goes, Scott, listen, um, we're going to have to give you a 20% pay cut. It's just the, the economics of the world right now are just a, it's a real difficult situation we're having. It's all right, I quit. Bye. Wait a minute. Scott, we can't have that. Now, listen, you, you can't quit. We, we, you, you have a contract. We're going to have... We're just not going to have that. You're going to have to stay firm here, and we're going to have to just, how about 10%? And it's like, listen, dude, your mother's a hoe. I quit. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Then the guy says to me, he says, you know, you're this guy, he's got a really bad attitude about telling me my wife's a hoe. And I got to, I got, we're just not having this here at Loser Tom Radio. We're just not going to have it. So then, listen to this. This gets better. It, the guy that brought him there was from CBS. So the guy that hired me away from Howard Stern was my old producer at CBS in mornings when I was up against Howard. I was on NEW back in the days of, um, you know, O&A and Pharrell on, on NEW, 1027 Legendary Station. So this guy steals me away from Howard to come back to CBS, start the network. So I called him up. Listen to this. This gets better. I go, hey, dude, how's it going? How's everything going, Scotty? Everything good? I go, 
Listen, dude, I just thought I'd tell you, you know that dork-ass loser tool you hired to run that network and run that company now? He goes, yeah, I know. He's, he's had a couple of swings and misses. I know he's not really good with people, Scott. I said, listen, you hired him. So I just want to let you know, I hate him and I hate you, too. I just want to call you and let you know that I'm done with you, too, you pussy. I'll beat your ass, you pussy. <laughs> I told the one guy, you can ask my boss at, at Sports Grid, I swear to God, I said to him, right on the phone, I said, here's what's going to happen. If I ever, if I ever see you, ever, anywhere, in New York, ever, well, I don't care where it is, it could be at a black tie dinner, if I see you, I'm going to throw you across the room, and I'm going to humiliate you in front of everyone. I'm going to throw you out a window. Out a window, onto the street, flat dead. I hate you dead. How's that sound? You got it? You better hope I never meet you, because I don't like you. And your wife's fat and ugly, too. Wow. All I could think That's of right now. I thought that was If you're going to yeah. burn a bridge, napalm the bridge. Right, Don't right. just burn it. Just nuke it. Wait, let me play this in the background because this is this is sad. Robin, can you bring my machine up, please? Oh, you can't? Oh, I wanted geez. to play a little Metallica in the background here. I'm, I'm loving this, man. This is the kind of radio that people want. Yeah. Give me a little lighter. <laughs> What's your favorite Metallica song, Scotty? Oh, God. There's so many. I'd probably say just off the top of my head, two of them would be... Uh, Red fan and uh, one. How about a little Lander Sandman? I mean, I know <laughs> I mean, that's, that over, that's overplayed. Yeah. yeah, it's overplayed. I'm good with that, too. You like all of them. It's good stuff. Man. I was on the voice. I was the voice of Acoustica, the album they did in San Jose with um, Allison James, Corrosion of Conformity, Gary Rossington. We had uh, John Popper there. It was really cool. We taped it at uh, KSJO in San Jose, and Metallica hired me to be the voice of the album. If you listen to the album, you hear me in the middle of the album, and I'm taking callers from all over the world asking Metallica questions, and they were playing a song, and at one point, Lars yelled over to me, Pharrell, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear it right on the album, it's great. And then oh, we got to find that! Like, we got Which album is that on now? It's on acoustic, uh, the only album they ever did in acoustic, and right in the middle of it, you hear him yell that. And then at that point, I was like, can you pass me the cocaine tray, please? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, it was like the greatest day of my life. I got to hang out with Metallica all day, and everyone in the room was doing slow, drinking, smoking weed, eating clothes. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. This so, is the album here now. Yeah. Tell us about the sports yeah, grid. Right yeah, no, no. I, I used to, I played their so, uh, song so much on my show. They were from San Francisco, and I started the uh, my. You know, when I was on KMBR, I, I used to open my show with all the Metallica songs. And then once they hired me to do the uh, the album or whatever, they invited me. They didn't hire me. They just invited me. They're like, come do it. And then at that point, I played Metallica every night to open my show for the rest of my life. When I did. Rolling the bench from L.A. I opened with "You Ain't My Bitch." That was a good one. <laughs> so, I, but then I played all these bands, new bands, garage bands, you name it. And I thought my show was kind of synonymous with uh, heavy metal and and being an alcoholic and, and drug addict. It was awesome. Scotty, from now people think you know a lot of people who who aren't familiar with you think that you're using a fake voice. I mean, this is the way you've sounded right. since when? Yeah, since uh, I've sounded this way since I was 15. And uh, my dad had a golden throat. He was, uh, good evening. And uh, I was more like, 
listen, dude, give me some money. I got to go. I got some chick out in the car, and she's smoking hot with big cans. I'll be back in four hours, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> so I was like, the, I was a Satan. I was a Satan child. I, I listened to no one, class clown, painful, thrown out of schools, you name it. But I had a nice jump shot, I got to tell you. I'm still balling. Uh, 54, and I play more basketball than Kyrie Irving. He's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, now you still live in Vegas, right? So what are you doing these days? I mean, obviously the, the days of terrestrial radio where you got to worry about some guy telling you right. you can't open a beer on the air are over for both well, of us. Well, listen, I live in New York, so I've been in New York City for 20 years, but I've done the, I've done the show. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Because I, I, I've done the show in Vegas uh, as a residency, Every year, uh, like five times a year for the last, like, 15 years. So every time you've seen me, Tony, I've been in Vegas, and I've been, uh, you know, doing shows there. But I actually, uh, I live in, uh, right outside of New York City. I do all my shows live in uh, New York City. Wow, okay. I, mean, I knew you were from New York originally, but I didn't know. I thought you had moved to Vegas, which is not a bad no. place to live, especially if you like to gamble. I lived there twice, and um, I enjoyed it immensely. And uh, both times I lived there, I should be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all I did was party and gamble, and I never slept once. I did my show at the Mandalay Bay for a year. I lived there in a, in a suite, and I was the first one they ever put in that radio booth down in the sports book yep. at the Mandalay where the fish just fly. And um, all I know is that they gave me carte blanche, and I had, all I had to do was sign my name. And after the year was over, uh, believe me, they wanted me to leave. I don't remember sleeping once for a year, ever, not once. I just, I, I never slept. All I did was party. And I had hoes in my room, and it was just a, a bad time that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the part, that's the part of the, that, my career that I missed. I mean, I go to Vegas and have a lot of fun, too. Don't get me wrong. But not with the hoes in the room. I mean, I, I did that when I got my house in Venice. Then I started, I went into my whole stage. I had that was like your a, hoe period. I had like yeah. a three or four year period after I was separated, yeah. and then I became a hoe. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, ashamed you know, to admit it. Most of the, uh, you know, what's great is that I've had a lot of luck with, uh, like, you know, producers and stuff like that. So over the years, uh, pretty much, like, uh, I mean, somewhere in the neighborhood of 90, 95% of them, I'm friends with uh, to this day. Like, I've been through a lot of producers over the years. I've been doing the show 35-plus years. Tony, you're a legend. I've been doing it forever. You've been lucky with the people you've worked with. So most of the people that I've, I've worked with on the air have, uh, you know, frankly, I feel like I've made stars out of a lot of them, and I've had a lot of fun with all of them, and they all know, like, 105% of my sins. So instead of being like a, you know, a, you know, a pussy, I just go all out with all of it. And I don't hide anything, and I'm not a liar and a loser. I just come right out with it. Listen, I've done all this. I'm doing it now. I'm a bad person. We're going to have fun tonight, and I can guarantee it. So what are you doing <laughs> so, now? Because Harry just asked. Harry just asked, Scotty. All the producers oh, I'm friends with. Now, Harry just asked the question, what are you doing? Because you, you He's still got a couple it? new gigs, Sports yeah. Grid, and he's on SB Nation Radio, too. Yeah, so I, uh, I do Sports Grid uh, now, which is really cool. And um, it's just growing like crazy. It's like nothing I've ever done. I'm doing TV, so every day I, uh, since the Pharrell Demic started and uh, the COVID, I- I've been taping all the shows. I have a studio in my house, so I have cameras. I got all these HD cameras. I got lighting. I got everything, mixture boards. I got cords running out in the room. Things hooked up. It's insane. 
and I do the shows. I, I tape them here every day, all day. So all day long, I'm taping TV shows. The shows air on, um, it's crazy, they air on Sports Grid. Uh, they air on Zumo, Pluto, Sir, Roku, uh, YouTube TV. It's insane. And then um, it's crazy. It's in over 100 million homes. And then the, uh, the radio network, believe it or not, uh, starts tomorrow. They picked up, SB Nation Radio picked up the show that I do between 4 and 6 p.m. East. So I'm doing both, really. I'm doing TV, and now radio's back. Uh, they picked up the shows, and then I'm going to do a show at 7 days as well. I do two different shows. One's like a pregame show before all the games with heavy analysis on betting and angles on who's going to win the game, who to bet on, money lines, teasers, parlays, everything, totals. And then uh, the show I do from 7 to 9 is in-game live, which is, as you know, the most popular thing in betting nowadays, in-game betting, mm-hmm. and changing your play as you go and, and playing the bets as the game's evolving, which is just better than stacks. So I think they're uh, picking up the 7 to 8 o'clock hour as well, which when we're live doing television and we're back at the Meadowlands, I do it at the Vandal Sports Look at the Meadowlands, and then I also do it at uh, the Renaissance on 35th overlooking MS- MSG, the Garden, uh, on Friday. So Monday through Thursday, I'm at the Vandal Sports Book doing it live, and then uh, Fridays I do it in the city overlooking the Garden. It's pretty cool. And then the radio network will pick up uh, that, that in-game hour at 7 to 8, which is really the first hour of all the games. Let's say the Phillies or whatever game and the Yankee games going on, whatever it is. We'd be betting on those games heavily and getting a divorce. It's awesome. <laughs> How are you satisfying your gambling fix right now with uh, really nothing to bet on except some horse racing and Belarus hockey? Well, it's awful. I mean, I have a service for com, which is my betting service. I've had it for, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years. And, you know, roll over thousands of fans all over the world, get my pick. Uh, my business is completely on uh, – you know, Oasis on an island, uh, frozen and dead. No one's betting, so there's no one, you know, buying picks. And so it really sucks. It hurts. I got five, you know, full-time employees that work with me, and uh, it's hurt everyone's family. It, it's awful. Um, we're in a horrible uh, state, but it is what it is. And then um, how am I getting through it as a better myself? I'm just not. I mean, uh, you know, I'm. I think days away from drinking again. I haven't drank in 15 years, and I think that uh, I'm, I'm either going to start drinking Jameson again or <laughs> I'm going to go jump in the ocean and just start swimming backwards to Europe because, I mean, this sucks. I hate it. It's awful. I, You know, I, I play basketball in my driveway. I jog, and um, I try to watch as much porno as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already did, but I've seen everything already, so I, I don't want to go back and have to rewatch it. I'm, I'm going back. I got my favorites. <laughs> so how is the gig? You guys having fun at the gig? I'm sure you are. What a great thing! What a great channel. I'm a huge fan, and, and I like. Uh, I've always been friends with Dan. He's been on my show before over the years. Strangest thing: the guy used to call my show out of the uh, out of the blue, like in the middle of the night. I'd be doing my show, and he'd be driving somewhere, and he'd call the show and do the show. Just a great guy. I'm friends with those guys. Pass. I know all of them. It's just a great thing, and they couldn't have hired a, a better show than you two guys. You guys are freaks, and you've always been fantastic on the air and great to me. I've always been friends with you guys through the years. As simple as that. So I'm really happy for you. Well, we're happy for you, too, yeah, Scott. You're one of the one of the great entertainers in this business. You know your stuff and the gambling stuff and everything else. We, we, you know, this is the future. You know, Sirius XM has been great to me. Steve Cohen and the whole gang and Andy King. You know, they, we've been trying to get something together for a couple of years after I got out of radio, and 
they said, hey, you know, Dan Patrick Channel's coming on. We'd love to have you be a part of it. So, you know, Dan and Rich Eisen and our show on there, I think it's a pretty good lineup. So it's fun, and yeah, I, I'm, you know, I have fun doing this. And then they allow us to do whatever we want, which is what, they're, what the, you're supposed to do when they hire you as a talent. Listen, I was there, and I'm, I'm really huge uh, fans and supporters of it. And, uh, you know, Steve Cohen's a dear friend of mine. I've known him forever. Uh, I've known him his whole career when he was at the fan in New York. Uh, at the beginning of his career, he was doing, like, NFL injury reporting and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then rose to power and serious. I couldn't be happier for him. I, I saw him a month ago or two in, in uh, when I was doing my show on a, a Friday at the uh, Renaissance. I saw him, and uh, I just love the guy. He's just a really cool guy and, and, a, and a champion of talent and a, and a provider of entertainment. The guy knows how to uh, develop, you know, channels, stations, uh, hosts, shows. He's great at it. I love working for Scott Greenstein. I loved working for Howard Stern. I, I honestly, I'm not even kidding. It was the best seven years of my life. I loved every minute of it. It's the best place on earth. I still have it all over my cars, all over my house. Radio, uh, I think, is, is average compared to it. It is what it is. Now, look, I love being on the radio, whether it's traditional or whether it's uh, satellite, whatever. You know, I like being on. I was, uh, I was having fun on CBS Sports Radio. I thought the show was great. I'm going to have fun on SB Nation Radio. I think the show will be successful and great. And uh, I like all of it, and it's no offense to anyone. It just is what it is. Like, satellite's badass with no rules. And then I'm over here with all these rules and such, and then lawyers, and I just it, it, it's been a drag. But I still try to do a great show. So I know you guys are having way more fun than me, and you couldn't be doing it for better people. And uh, obviously Dan's a badass, too, so you guys got it made. And hopefully uh, I'll build something huge on SB Nation. And, uh, and just keep doing my thing. But you guys are, are rock stars compared to me now. I'm just like the warm-up band compared to you. No, 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 man. You've got it together. Look at all the stuff you're doing every day. So it's great to see guys who have been around for a while still kicking it. You know, because I'm, I'm all for the younger generation, bringing up younger talent, those guys who are going to replace us. But as long as I have fun doing this, that's what I keep telling people. I'm going to do this as long as I'm having fun. And even in this, as you call it, the Pharrell-demic, Pharrell-demic. we're still trying yeah. to have fun and enjoy life every day, man. Well, they ruined your show on radio, and it's these that get in the way. They should take a clue, man. It's like, dude, here, smoke this bone or something. Like, get a grip on on your bad decision-making. You're such a wussy. Like, I used to look at him and go, are you for real, dude? I just want to punch you in the face. You're such an idiot. Like, stop talking. Shut your face. You're a moron. But guys like you, how does some imbecile ruin Tony Bruno's Show. Are you kidding? You've got it. I, they should be. They should stick them in a wood chipper. Honestly, because I just uh, they have all the great shows and great lineups on radio. And they, I could do a movie. I could do a movie like uh, when Howard Stern did his movie. Uh, it was the greatest movie ever because it showed how these program directors were giant male organs and they just don't know what they're doing. It's like, why don't you let the funny people know what they're doing? Let, let, like, let us run it. We're the ones entertaining everyone. You're the one ruining everything. Why don't you go sit out and have a sandwich and we'll do this over here. Have you not noticed why all the hot chicks are with us and the party and you're over there with your fat, ugly girlfriend? Shut your face. You're going to get your ass beat. Ladies and gentlemen, is there wow. any better way to end this segment with the great Scott Farrell. Wow. People are loving it all over the place on our Twitch stream, on Twitter, uh, everywhere. I love, you. love you too, Scotty. Thanks so much for popping up, brother. 
Hey, thanks a lot for having me. It made my day. Harry, you're the man. Thanks, thanks Scott. Time. Appreciate it. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Scotty Farrell. Love that guy. You want to talk about unique talents in the yeah. history of this industry? Yeah. That man right there. I thought I had issues with program directions. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to stand up and cheer. I've got I some know. stories, but uh, nothing like, like, like that. Can we all give him a big round of applause? I mean, it sounded like when I left my last job, except minus the, your wife's a whore. <laughs> I didn't throw that in there. I, I, I didn't, you left that one out. Yeah, I left that out. <laughs> I only said your wife's a whore to guys who I knew whose wives were whores. Right. I didn't just say it just to say it. And whore was a term of endearment. Exactly. Meanwhile, we're coming back. We got open phones, too, as we start to wind down our Monday, Easter Monday extravaganza. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. How many get-outs, get-outs has Scott thrown in his day? A lot. Exactly. <laughs> Tony Bruno, Harry May is having fun on Sirius XM 211. The Dan Patrick Channel, kids. This is awesome. D. Conrad in Vegas says, I canceled my therapy session for today. <laughs> <laughs> See? Just think about it. You guys listen. Anybody that, that feels stressed or whatever, this is your therapy session. You get three hours. You would never get a three-hour therapy session. Exactly. And God, I, no, I, I love Scott Farrell. I love him as much as I've loved anybody mm-hmm. who's ever been in this business. That is a unique, yeah. unique talent. I think I've only met I, face-to-face only once in Vegas. He was there for... And it's so funny because you... If you don't know what he looks like and you hear the voice... The voice doesn't match no. what he looks like no. at all. Um, Matt Groves, FTW, is asking, who was Harry yelling at originally on that sound drop? It was drop? Coach Camille, right? For the get out, get out. Yeah. yeah. It was Coach Camille. It was Coach Camille. Coach who Camille was the was assistant was... program yeah. director right. at the time. And then he would come into the studio during breaks and, you know, and ask us stuff. Yeah. And then Harry, he was he was still in the studio as we were coming back from breaks. And yeah. Harry, and it was joking, obviously. We didn't really hate the guy. No. And it was but like you really did want him to get out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he would yell, "Get out!" Just like this. But then there was the. Get out. It's not a sound drop, get but out. you and I get were out. doing a show for March Madness. We were over at Parks, actually. Uh-huh. It was one of our shows over there. And we had just done the the wing. What's the wing place in Jersey? The, the where you had the oh, jug handle. Yeah, we had, oh, we okay. had just handle done it. the jug handle the day before. Okay. And then Friday we were at Parks. Well, at the jug handle, there was a sto- uh, somebody was asking me about the situation with our boss at the time. Ah, okay. And I kind of gave him the the inside information. Right. Well, somebody overheard it uh. and went back to the boss and told him word for word what I said. Oh, that's lovely. I said that the, the first bullet is for. You know yes. who. So he calls me. On I left Parks. I'm heading home on the turnpike, and I see it's him on the phone. I'm like, oh, what's this about? So I bring him on, and he's like, um, do we have an issue? I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I was real curt with him all the time. And uh, he said, well, um, I found out that uh, the first bullet goes in my head. And I'm like, holy shit, who the who hell? Who the hell? Who the? I have my suspicions, yeah. but it doesn't really matter. And uh, I said, yeah. He goes, are you denying it? I said, no, I said it. <laughs> and he goes, all right. 
at least we know where we stand. And then he hung up the phone. Uh, From then on, <laughs> like, he knew. <laughs> you know, can I, can, just let me give a little word of advice to anybody that's working inside studios. When you hear something off the air. Oh, it was definitely off the yeah, air. Don't, yeah. don't talk about it. I mean, it really does not reflect well on you. That was one of the most uncomfortable phone calls oh, I've I'm ever sure. had the pleasure of taking. I mean, that happened to Tony in one of his studios, too. Um, when he was with Sporting News, yeah. he was talking to the people in studio, totally off the air, and it got back to his boss. And he wasn't, it wasn't even anything like that. He was just saying, like, you know, I don't, it, his contract was up and he didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And um, that was held against Tony. It's just, it's just like one of the r rudest rat fink things to do. Mm -hmm. Snitches get stitches. Not anymore. <clears throat> No, now they're, like, rewarded. Exactly. Yeah, that was funny. That was one oh. of the funniest uh, rants ever. He's, you know, uh, there's at least two sound drops that I'm going to oh, yeah. yeah. clip off of that. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Well, that certainly will get a lot of re-airs uh, on the podcast, on the audio podcast, on the SiriusXM replay. Yeah, you would think. On the Twitch stream, everywhere, Scotty Farrell, having him on. What a way to start a week, huh? And gotta, end the first show of the second week of this extravaganza. Happened. i got to check out that uh, that show on Sports Grid that he's doing. Now, he's a Sports doing. Grid, is that an online thing? I think it's like a... I yeah, think it's I like think a, so. Like a, but it's a, it's like a TV show, I think. Yeah, yeah. he says he's got yeah. cameras and stuff. we got yeah. cameras By the here. way, can I just make a quick little... Because uh, here's me kissing ass, but it's true. I have never, ever, in all the years that we've known him, had anybody say anything negative or bad about it. Um, Steve Cohen at Sirius XM. No, he's oh, one of the no. nicest I guys mean, on the planet. It, it's everybody that said, and, and he really does. He like gets it. He gets how what people want to listen to, and he just lets lets hosts that are entertaining let them do entertain, their do their thing. And remember, he started Don't off as a producer him. at the Fan in New York. He was yeah. producing Mike and the Mad Dog. He was answering phone calls. He worked his way up the. And industry. then he did that football injury yeah, site, that he, website. Yeah, and that right? was a huge thing. That was big. He was huge on that stuff. So obviously, Sirius realized how great he was, and they hired him. But and he's been doing an unbelievable. And, and I'm like just kissing up to the boss. But it's but it, here's the thing: it's like I, I really wish that other radio people would understand it. That people that are running stations and that are um, making decisions about who they're going to let go or hire on, look at the people that are really great and that have been in the business forever, like you and Pharrell and other people. They start gravitating over towards the people that treat them well and that let them do their thing. And Steve Cohen is a prime example of that. And you've gotten to meet him over the years. Harry, you've mm -hmm. met him in Super Bowls. We went up to the Sirius XM studios a couple of years ago, went up there and got the tour of Howard's studio and all the cool stuff up there. But uh, rats get bats. Snitches get uh, rewards in California, you know, in L.A. I know. Yeah, they, yeah, they get rewarded for calling people. By the way, I got a – now – for those of you who follow me, you know I'm on Twitter about my city, Philadelphia, all the time. I could, you know, I go on about Trump and stuff, but there's, ready, there's enough people out there going crazy every 10 seconds about Trump. So I focus on the local stuff, and I've been hard on this city, and I love this city, and that's why I've lived here most of my life. 
But you saw the story on Friday that got national attention, and it made the city look bad. Well, that was the SEPTA bus. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. we had the SEPTA bus where you know, people were supposed to. Now, here's where I, I actually said this on Friday, and then people were coming after me. I was, I was defending the people who are out there driving buses during this pandemic because they have to stay out there and work. They have to get exposed to this. And they need to be protected yeah. first and foremost. So I understand the bus driver thinking that, you know what, I don't want people on the bus who don't have protection. or just. But they're in the back of the bus, so I guess the driver was concerned because there were people without masks on the bus. And you've seen this video probably, and it's one of those videos that will make the city of Philadelphia look like a national disgrace again because when you see the video, it's the police opening yeah. the back door. There's, first, there's a video of a ma- obviously a, a, a SEPTA worker who goes in and tells people, hey, get off the bus because I guess the driver had called 911 and said there's people on the bus who aren't wearing any kind of... Of masks, right. which mm-hmm. we understand, the bus drivers are exactly. worried because there's been there's been two bus drivers who have passed away. Correct, and is that so, right? Yeah, but remember, in Philly. Uh, yes, yeah, I think so. So wow. remember, the employees work for SEPTA, the Southeastern Pennsylvania Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, SEPTA. Here, I say that it's SEPTA's responsibility to provide safety precautions for their employees, just like the police department. Now, you could tell me, well, there's no mask to be had. But then you shouldn't have your people working if they can't be protected. You know, the fact that I see people with masks everywhere. So how can they not get masks for their employees is my first concern. Here's the other problem. So the, the, the driver of this bus calls the police, 911, mm-hmm. and then the SEPTA police guy gets on there first. And there's an in, inside the bus video of the police officer. The, he was a, a supervisory personnel. He wasn't actually a Philly cop. And he's saying, all right, everybody off the bus without a mask. You and you and you. And somebody was taping it from inside. And so the people were getting off except one guy who was dressed like he was going to work. He was dressed like in a suit, it yeah. looked like. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that guy didn't want to get off because he wanted to go to work. And he's on public transportation. And so the police then come. He paid for the ride. Exactly. Right. Yeah, he wasn't some guy who was like holding people up in the right. bus or trying to cause a commotion. And so the police then show up and are told they got to get the guy off the bus. And you see them open the back door mm-hmm. and physically remove this they man. They ripped him out of the oh, bus. Yeah. Exactly. It was ugly. And so that became a national story, and it makes the city look bad, and it makes the people who already hate police, who I don't, by the way, and I support, make them think that the police is now making this a police state. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see police taking people off a beach for a guy who's running. Or a guy who's uh, surfing by himself in the middle of nowhere have to have a police boat go out and get the guy. We don't live in a communist society. And so I believe people have to be responsible, but I believe we're going overboard. And so this poor guy probably threatened to sue, and there were people, city officials in this town, African-American council people and people who run all these different unions who saw the way this guy was treated for being on the bus. And guess what SEPTA and the city of Philadelphia did as a result of all this negative publicity? They probably walked it back. They walked it back big time. Because as I said, how can you expect every single private citizen, if the employees of SEPTA and, and the doctors and nurses in these hospitals can't get protective masks, how do you expect people who are riding the bus to go to essential jobs to have masks, right? So guess what the new policy is for SEPTA and the city of Philadelphia? If you get on a public transportation or on a bus in this city, it is now, let me give you the exact term they're using. It is not mandated now that you wear a mask. So if you get on a bus without a mask, you're not going to get arrested and thrown into a police car and handcuffed and taken away and, and embarrassed in front of the whole nation. So it's not mandated. 
It's strongly encouraged now, Harry. Suggested. See, you see, no, strongly encouraged. Oh, encouraged. Not suggested. Okay. Strongly encouraged. See, so that's my point that I made from Jump Street. How do you expect every single person in this city who has to go to work and be essential people and get on public transportation, which is still running, and expect them to have a mask? When the employees don't have masks, yeah. the police department doesn't have masks. Now, I've seen a lot of buses, like, you know, in these last couple of weeks where the driver is wearing Yes, they're some finally getting for them. Yeah. Finally now, for example, the subway people in the subway, they're in their little booth. Yeah, I haven't so been in the subway, but the, But I've here's seen a, a real simple, simple way to take care of it is that they just put a plexiglass. A barrier between Partition. the bus driver and the rest of the bus. That way, everybody gets in and out from the back. The bus driver is nicely contained, doesn't have to worry about anything, and they can even just offer bus fare for free right That's now. That's what they're, which doing, they're doing in, in Denver. Other for example, in Denver, you know, public pay. transportation. And you know what they do? This is a simple fix. Their public transportation is free. They're not running as many lines, which is understandable because right, right. not as many people. And then you get on in the back door. Right. So the, the driver opens the back door and people sit there wearing masks, but it's free to get on. Right. So then you don't worry about possible lawsuits where you have to send police out to rip a guy out of a bus who doesn't have a mask on. I when there was no, by the way, there was no law that said they had to have a mask on. I know the turnpike tolls were free for a while. I'm not sure if they're still doing that. It's just people People have no common sense. There's the, 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 all these government organizations that are try, trying to they make this They overreact to everything. They overreact. They don't have common sense. First of all, there's not even a law, and then they tell you there's a law when you're on a bus without a mask when there was no law that says you had to have a, bu- a mask. It was, it was suggested. Mm-hmm. Well, that's similar to now if you're going to the grocery store. Exactly. You're supposed to wear a mask to help, you know, uh, Robin and I do. Robin spent twelve dollars for a mask, and it doesn't, it doesn't even, even fit, fit you. It's an outrage. It looks like a Bane mask. That it does thing. look like a Bane mask. Let's not stand on ceremony here. No, that wasn't. Was that Bane? No, was Bane, that Bane was. It's from the Batman, right? He's the and guy he's who the guy busted up the... three rivers. Uh, uh, the Heinz Field. Remember? Yes. He busted up Heinz Field before the fans did. After Ben Roethlisberger got hurt and realized they didn't have a backup quarterback who can win stinking games for him last year. Right. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I just I want all everybody to be treated equally. I've I, always been that way, Harry. I saw on the Twitch stream, Scrapple Joe predicted this. He says Bruno Rant coming. He did. <laughs> and I, he did. And so that's my problem. I, listen, I, I understand how hard it is. I'm not. I don't run government. I don't, I'm not blaming the mayor for this. I'm blaming the fact that there are no rules that people just assume that because one day you're not supposed to wear a mask and the next day everybody's supposed to wear a mask that you're assuming that everybody can get a hold of a mask. And right. nobody can. You, they're, they're not available anywhere, even the ones that you can normally buy at home. Depot, well, Lowe's, they're gone. We were originally told not to go out and, and order them because they exactly. needed them for the first responders exactly. and the nurses and all the people that are really on the front lines yeah. of this thing. So now they've done a total 180 on the mask thing. Exactly. Just try to make the rules simple. And by the way, there are people that don't even care what the rules are. They just do whatever the hell they want. Right. Like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott and these people in San Francisco at a big club, at 150 people in an illegal bar. Is that right? Partying last night. I mean, those people are stupid. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. I'm going to drink my Miller Lite. Maybe have a second one. You didn't drink that yet? It's not uh, too many carbs. Huh? <laughs> we'll see you back here tomorrow. So Thanks you for opened joining it. Wait us. a minute. You opened it? We're out of here. We'll see you back here tomorrow, kids. Right here.
Sirius XM 211. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new Okay. I got it. Ah, sorry. I thought I thought he was saying 10 more. Uh, I thought he said drag it up. Drag it on. Oh. Okay. 3.7 grams. That's not that bad, is it? That's not no, that's not too horrible. 3.7 grams. That's actually really low. Normally, beer has like 25, 30. Yeah. There's 96, 96 calories and 3.2 grams of fat. You could actually drink that. I just did. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tony Harry, say goodbye to everybody. This knife has a straight edge. Bye, everybody. So Bye. Maybe in our world here, there lives a happy little mountain. See everybody tomorrow. Woody Hayes Fisk. Yes, it's 6 p.m. already. Time flies when you're having fun.